0: hello people of earth it is wednesday night and you know what that means people are clamoring and asking each other the number one question that's on everybody's mind and that is hey did you see this one How's everybody doing on this fine, fine, oh, no. winter is eve?
1: It's uh, a wintery uh, day here in Toronto.
0: Winterland. It's snowing hard. How's it how's how's it doing over there in in Haligonia? There, Cage Man.
2: We're super swell. We're going to get it tomorrow. Apparently, yeah, that's what
0: usually happens. Um, tonight we are talking about the hit 1985 horror for kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's
3: uh,
2: exactly how i put it returned okay us. if
1: you want to adhere to basic opinions you basic bitches just okay hey, it's, it's 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 anti-bullying day i'm sorry i apologize you better yeah
0: not bully if us. I bully i'll bully <laughs> you right back give me a lunch buddy kid but i believe our host for tonight. but is... i brought
2: my own
1: lunch
0: give me your lunch
1: <laughs> your whole lunch then motherfucker
0: i believe our host for tonight is steve
1: sure yeah, I think that I've seen this movie probably a million times more than you guys.
0: It's okay. Well, yeah, yep. I guess we'll, I'll tell you in my moment. What up, Mark yeah? No. Welcome to the chat. Welcome to the show. Welcome Hello. to the, chat and the show.
1: So, this movie is a movie from 1985. Uh, it's directed by a man by the name of Walter March, who, uh, or sorry, Merch, I believe, Merch. Uh, who merch uh mm-hmm. who this is the only movie he ever directed but he is primarily an editor and sound edit, sound editor and like video editor i think he edited the godfather and apocalypse now so obviously his next step was to direct a movie for children um <laughs>
0: Freak, freakish nightmare yeah but up. never dream about a girl
1: who he was working for he was working for the walt disney company um in you know the 80s, and he was looking to get into directing, and he was talking to some people that you know he was connected with in the company, and they asked him, you know, if you ever wanted to direct a movie, what would you want to make? And he said, I'd really love to do some sort of Oz adaptation. And their response was, Well, you know, we own the rights to all of the books, <laughs> so why don't you go write that and bring it back to me?
2: Wasn't there? A, I'm not sure it's called a contract or whatever, but like there their ownership of those rights about to run out uh, in the near future when this was
1: uh, The copyright for the, the, the Oz was about to run out, but also Oz in general is public domain, but they had the rights to the specific stories of the novels. So like gotcha. anybody can make an Oz story, um, but owning the, the copyright had something to do with why they wanted to push it out the door. But then there's also a whole other crock of baloney that MGM owns a whole bunch of iconography from certain specifics specifics. yeah yeah we'll get into that during the main bulk of the discussion
0: it's not like they got themselves into a Winnie the Pooh situation where the what that killer Winnie the Pooh thing the rights come up and then they can just do whatever they want with it they actually I feel like they put some thought into this and worked around those elements as best they could Scarecrow's still in it you know Tin Man and Cowardly Lion are like kind of cameos in it
3: well, those yeah.
1: characters are allowed to be in it in any way they want. They just can't use the iconography from the MGM movies because those characters are public domain characters. So they oh, they can like, still put them in there. They the just can't they make them right. look like they yeah. did in That's the 1930s movie.
0: why the scarecrow looks especially horrendous. Not.
1: Well, the <laughs> scarecrow in this movie is actually based on the original illustrations from the book. Like, he's always got a big weird smile and a crooked crown on his head. Like, he almost looks like pulled out of the pages kind of thing. A lot of the characters do, to be honest. Um, but also that poster that Kalen has behind him is a goddamn lie. It makes it look like the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Lion are all going to yeah. be on the adventure as well. No, they are not. They uh, are anyways.
0: statue boys.
1: I don't want to get too deep into discussion just yet. So let's start with our classic whoa, opener, whoa, whoa. which is, when did you see this movie? And that's what we'll we'll put in our sound bite now, I guess. We've decided. <laughs> um when, what is your history with this movie and we'll start with Kalen?
0: I never get to go first.
1: Oh okay fine. We start we're going to start with Jason.
0: <laughs> I'm putting that out there because it's a weird thing where every time I'm I'm like ready and then I never get to go
1: first. I feel like you get to go first sometimes. <laughs> when
0: I host, <laughs> sometimes I do myself first. And you
1: host like 10 times more than anyone else, so. It's true. That's
0: what I that's what I get my shit in. Uh ladies and gentlemen and people uh you know what? I saw this movie for the first time. I'm of the year 1985. I was born in 1985. This movie has been a constant in my life ever since I was a small child. Most prominently though, um I had this channel called the family channel. If you're a Canadian, you may <laughs> remember the family channel.
2: Was um, that forty-three.
1: It was channel 30. Haylen, you got to know that channels are not specific to the universe, yeah. <laughs> just to your city that you live in.
0: It was well, we cable in Halifax was hilarious, but I lived in the boonies. We only had 30 channels. I know our parents were like, well, I only had zero channels because we had the radio, but, uh, <laughs> oh my God, but uh Your just parents as
1: a, were all in the military all of them as, a little, of
0: them. <laughs> as a little uh anecdote about this particular channel that's why i always bring this up is this this countdown came on the channel right this channel 30 it was nothing forever we, we have channels went up to 29 there's gonna be this 30th channel it, there, this <laughs> countdown started with all these crazy like early 90s this would have been probably 1992 93 probably 92 With all these crazy, like, swirls of, like, galaxies and universes. Clearly, like, early computer-generated.
1: Yeah, it was like a screensaver. Yeah,
0: (laughs) And I remember just, like, watching it for hours and watching this countdown happen (laughs) for months. And then um, what ended up happening was it clicked over to the sci-fi channel. Like, the American fucking (sighs) sci-fi channel. Transformers. Other shows that were on the sci-fi channel. Uh, at the time and the problem was it was uh no sound there was no sound coming through there was no sound so that went away and then disney's uh family channel it's in it's the disney channel but the canadian version comes up but they used to show all kinds of bangers on it they used to show all kinds of cool stuff like old mickey mouse club kids incorporated um like old disney movies basically like
1: fun fun fact about this movie not to interrupt you uh even though i am uh, they had a they had a script for the not this movie but a, an adaptation of the Wizard of Oz where they were just going to take the entire cast of the Mickey Mouse Club and make them go on a Wizard of Oz quest.
0: That would have been fine. I probably yeah. we'd probably be talking about that. This I, time. I feel
1: like it would have been fine, but this movie is good. <laughs> so,
0: I killed yes, you were right. It is a horror movie, and it is from Disney. Um, the <laughs> thing that's funny is that this movie would come on all the time, and I re- I had one of those cinematic like. Moments when I was a kid where they show I was I was at my like dad's place. I was real young My parents were split up. I was at my somewhere. I was at my aunt's place somewhere and they showed YTV was like we're showing the Wizard of Oz uncut uncensored uh, But it was what what that meant really is it was the like new version of it from the 90s that came out that was like the color was like more colorful or something just like a re-release from the 90s anyway i remember seeing that and then I seeing can't. this and being like what the fuck <laughs> what is this um i think someone's
1: knocking at my door give me one second
0: okay but then i would go on to watch this movie a lot of times and steve's asked this on the show before and in private um what kind of what movies are like movies that we watch when we're sick home from school back in the day just comfort movies and for me it's a lot of tv but you guys have answers for that but i was thinking about it today and i remember watching this home sick from school all the time because it was on so frequently on the.
1: yeah on the- this is another chicken noodle movie i know i say that a lot but it was one it was one of them because it's it puts me right back into that like nostalgic feeling of like being comfortable and it might cottage i guess wait i'll save that for my once upon a time when i watch yeah
0: caitlin you go next i'm done i'm done yeah. i saw the movie a thousand times
2: so when when you guys uh, first suggested it the the imagery looked kind of familiar and i couldn't tell if i had seen it or not uh and then through conversation with you guys you got um there's also a cartoon, like Wizard of Oz or Return to Oz yeah, version or something Sorry, like that.
0: Kalen, not to cut you off, even though I am. Um, I just wanted to add to mine. <laughs> there was a cartoon that was an anime done in the same style as uh, Astro Boy and Maya the Bee that I had lots of memorabilia from, including, a, I remember specifically a coloring book. And I remember the TV show being really weird but then steve told us last week i think that there's like a movie as well like an animated yeah movie. there's an
1: actual movie that came out before this i believe okay. um which i assume probably inspired the cartoon show but i don't know for sure
0: right sorry caitlin go ahead buddy How are
2: you <laughs> um but yeah so i the the uh jack pumpkin looked familiar to say the least it actually looks kind of spooky so yeah this movie is definitely a lot darker than the first one. Um, but uh, uh, having watched it last night, I'm going to have to say that that was my first time watching it. And I got to say, I was pleasantly uh, entertained. Surprisingly entertained.
1: I'm glad to hear that because it is difficult to show somebody a movie that's so old that is geared mm-hmm. towards children and have them still enjoy it. It's not it's impossible. Not really well. yeah. It's not impossible, but it's it, it is rare that you watch a movie that people love from the '80s that are kids' movies that you have never seen, and then you try and watch it as an adult, and you're mostly just like, "What am I watching? This is no good." Um, but yeah, I, I, are you are you good? Are you done with your uh, yeah? Take hey, it away. So I saw this movie. I don't really have a formed memory of the first time I saw this movie but it was, I think I've mentioned on the on the podcast before that one of my friends uh, his sister used to babysit us a lot when I was a kid and she would show us movies that she loved and she's a little bit older, um, I think she might be a little bit older than you guys um, but this was one of those movies uh, it was also one of the movies that when I was a kid we would go to my grandparents cottage which i have like a, a little brief window of memories of going there but not too many because they sold it when i was quite young but we would always stop at this little sort of cast station convenience store that was like no bigger than sort of like a shack like it was tiny but they had this one little corner of movies and this was one of the movies that they had on vhs and I always wanted to rent that one to the point that it was a, a, a point of annoyance for my like a point of contention for my parents. They're like, you got to rent something different. You rented this last time. And I was like, I don't care, though. <laughs> I want to rent this one. What's your problem? mom? Instead, they decided to show me Ace Ventura at the age of six. Like Jesus that okay. Christ. Yeah. Uh, probably should have shown me Return to Oz again. But uh, because of those sort of warm memories, you know, we would rent those movies mostly for like bedtime movies at the cottage, which was viewed on like a tiny, tiny television. Right, you didn't have a a big TV at the cottage; it was just like a little tiny tube. And uh, if any time it was raining, I would just pop it in and just lie on the couch and watch Return to Oz. So I have this very sort of like warm connection to it, even though it did freak me out to no end. Like there are moments in this movie that as a child, it scares you, but you know, I'm a spooky dude <laughs> in in life. And I was as a kid and I like being scared, but I, I don't like being terrified. And this movie is not terrifying, but it is quite unsettling. A lot of it is quite unsettling. Um, And I just want to I
0: interject like something quickly. Okay. This... Anime that I have in my head
1: doesn't exist.
0: (laughs) Does not exist.
1: I don't know why you kept calling it an anime. There is a cartoon show, but I don't know why you would keep referring to it as anime.
0: No, but the cartoon Return to Oz is from the sixties and does have a Jack a Jack character.
1: Well, Jack Pumpkinhead is from the books, like the original book series.
0: I get there. There's an anime. There's a or not an anime. There's a cartoon. Uh, movie or or something called called Journey Back to Oz and it has Jack Pumpkinhead. I don't know now what the fuck I saw as a kid, but I think what it might be is a combination of... There is a... um, does this qualify
1: just... as a Jason's theory corner. No, it doesn't. It doesn't.
0: Okay. This is this is what this is inside Good my job. head. So it's not really a theory. It's I think what what happened to me as a kid. There is an anime in that style that I was talking about, or close to it. That is the Wizard of
1: Oz. Um, that's called Howl's Moving Castle.
0: No, no, and it's <laughs> it's a Wizard of Oz. It's called. Uh... Oh, there. Yeah, there's Journey Back to Oz, and then there's a Wizard Wizard of Oz TV show from like the 90s from my research yes. here
1: That's, the 90s is the one
2: that I'm familiar with.
0: so what happened was I had this coloring book of Return to Oz I specifically remember the coloring book like, they, like from this movie like clearly just like stuff that was put out from this movie um, that I had and I thought I like meshed the two meshed the two things in my head and thought that there was an anime of Return to Oz but there's just the movie. There's an anime called.
1: Right, all right. All right. Of- Jesus Christ. You there's misremembered an animated, something.
0: <laughs> there's an animated show from the 60s called Return to Oz, and it all just.
1: Okay. This is like a Mandela effect. It's going to, in a couple of years, there's going to be a TikTok with our podcast playing. It'll be like Mandela
0: effect? question mark. No, just Jason's an idiot. <laughs> He's um,
1: too sure
0: of things from his past without looking it up. I was like, you know what? I, I know. should. I should look this up i haven't looked this you should up
1: probably look it up before the show um <laughs>
0: i was looking at so it up while <laughs> you were talking okay i'm sorry go ahead
1: i did lots of research for this what's up uh, with the actually, eggs that an
2: interesting tidbit. chat wants to what's know up what's with up the with the, the eggs?
1: eggs like why are they poisonous to the gnomes unexplained but also a lot of things in uh oz are not explained so it's because it's, it's all whatever.
0: based on massive head wounds. Yeah, it's the out.
1: the the addled brain of a uh, a child who is suffering from an undiagnosed concussion from getting hit in the head during a tornado, who has psychosis and believes that her dream is real,
0: and then falls and in a river is, and fucking almost dies on a swamp.
1: relives it. Yeah, um, one of the fun things about this movie, having seen it so many times, is <clears throat> preparing yourself for being faced with the things that she absorbs on her way to the hospital in the hospital right up until she falls into the river and then going through the movie and piecing together which which imagery which characters which actors are being repeated throughout the movie and I kind of like went into this for this watch really kind of aware of that because I don't watch this movie often but I do watch it I have watched it more than a handful of times since I was a kid I watched it so much as a kid But then I'll watch it every like, you know, five, six years or something now as an adult. Um, The last time watching it since before this was probably about eight years ago.
0: You said you had a tidbit?
1: Oh, right. Tidbit. Tidbit us.
2: Uh, You were, you were, uh, were you going to say something first?
1: Yeah, I was just, I was just going to talk about how, how much fun it is to watch this movie, having seen it a couple of times with the sort of, Kind observant, like easter egg hunt? the observant eye yeah where, where i'm like these are the eggs these are the easter eggs that they're not it's not about the chicken eggs that kill the gnomes it's about like looking at the things that happen throughout and then seeing them re- crop up in the movie like something as simple as the head nurse taking away her lunch pail and putting it on the uh gurney as it's wheeled away and then when she's in the world she finds a lunch pail tree and they, they look exactly like the lunch pails that were was taken away from her, With like wrapped that. Wrapped
2: sandwiches. How do you grow wrapped sandwiches?
1: Listen, it's a magical world. <laughs> it's it's a magical magic.
2: world where everybody can do whatever they
0: want, except for where you, there's where a you can when there's a desert that turns
1: can. you into sand—a deadly yeah. desert.
2: And also that... I uh, I read that this was the first Disney film to use the iconic disney logo with the little kind of um like starry rainbow thing going over it no it's the first one that used the blue logo
1: oh okay it's the first one to use the blue logo so before this it was uh i believe just black and white uh and they the like sort of like it's like a peacock blue with the pale blue castle and the the logo underneath yeah it's the first one to do that i don't know why
0: and that thing that goes across (laughs) the top is Tinkerbell in the front and then she flies to the back and then flies over top and makes the like rainbow?
1: Well, that that, that doesn't happen in this one. I think that's I, later on. Yeah, I think
2: they added
0: that. Yeah, yeah, they that probably is from
2: like, Peter Pan.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, but this is this is after Peter Pan by like a lot, right? What
3: I think that oh. was, I think that
1: was mostly for the home VHS. Edition of things oh, like, like started adding it to the movies later yeah right. yeah um <clears throat> i think that this movie opens in such a dr- drastically different way than the original the uh we're all done our intro yeah i guess uh,
0: i was done my intro and then so the, I said some
1: more
2: the, whoa it. can i interrupt you guys now
0: yes
1: sure okay that was it Ah, <laughs> uh, i see <laughs> Thought this was supposed to be anti-bully day.
2: I'm bullying. Um, well you guys each got to interrupt each other or everyone had an interruption, huh? No?
1: That's true. Uh so the movie opens with a uh sort of a, a mysterious uh trilling soundtrack <laughs> to a starry sky whereas the you know the first Wizard of Oz movie is a bombastic score that is immediately followed up by Dorothy singing about uh, bullshit over the rainbow. <laughs> and uh, this movie also uh, pans down onto Dorothy, except she is completely silent, staring out of the window at she the sky. Is while catatonic. She's trying to- she's not catatonic she's longing for the world that is way better than the shitty world that she lives in now she's dreaming of the world that she visited that is it's, better than the world that she's it's
0: in. so crazy how like they changed the vibe of this version of oz like this version of oz obviously is like a like a world in ruin version of oz but it's so crazy that it just looks like they went out into like the rural areas of a city like just just outside of a city and filmed because it doesn't have the same like wizard of oz was all done on crazy sets like crazy for their era like crazy sound stages and sets and colorful and like amazing
1: backdrops and yeah, yeah. Like crazy and this stuff, has, yeah.
0: this does have matte paintings but they're all fucking bleak and they make you feel gross it's like they stand out they yeah but for like these like bleak gross reasons and i love it It, it's like the like this version this like the antithesis of the first wizard of oz you know it's like these people came in they wanted to make this movie but they wanted it to like mean something like i was saying earlier (laughs) how people that like the fantastic four ip they keep fucking making fantastic four movies that blow just to keep the ip alive it's been having the last four
2: what do you mean they keep making them
0: the last four movies since the 90s are just to keep so fox can keep the fucking ip
2: there was another fantastic four before the one with just uh just yeah Aldo. there's a
1: roger there's a roger corman one that was made in 1994 that was made specifically to keep the rights
0: like the Batwoman, bat back girl movie that just got made and then deleted immediately for the tax well rate.
1: that was so that was a tax write off yeah. it's a different thing <laughs> but yeah
0: but in the same vein it's like you you yui ball going and just making shitty movies in like germany to get the tax breaks and then make money off like yeah. garbage. I feel days. like all
1: three of those examples are very different reasons but all just but as bad all, as one another. are yeah. <laughs> like, it's all a shitty stuff. reason, yeah.
0: It's like uh it's like uh those Bruce Willis the last like 20 Bruce Willis movies that are just for Redbox.
1: Yeah. Uh my response to you saying that it's a bleak version is uh, you're not incorrect obviously I agree with you there but I I think that it is supposed to be representative of like her shaken up imagination and like people yeah. trying to tell her, her imagination is bullshit. She's wrong. She's crazy. And then she goes to this doctor and he's like, well, we're going to take all those horrible dreams out of your hair. We'll make sure that you feel better now. Out of your brain. But- <laughs> yeah, we're going to suck them out. Electricity is a
0: new thing that we have not seen before in science, so we're going to yeah. just do whatever we feel like with it before we realize that we're killing people and making them lobotomized.
1: They still do electroshock therapy to this day. uh But right. <laughs> it's do weird they? that they still do it. Yes, I know a guy. Baringly? Sorry? Baringly? Baringly? Sparingly. S-spar- sparingly. Sparingly. Uh, i think that they they don't force it on you like they are doing it to this little girl but they yeah they still do it and they don't they they've figured it out i guess but i don't know a lot about it but i knew i I know a, or i knew a person that i worked with who had it done and he said it helps and i was like,
0: like okay, that's pretty good stuff man
1: no he, he seemed better than before actually. <laughs> he was a little manic and then. He came out just seeming mellow, so I'm like, okay, maybe they shocked oh, his demon death.
2: shit, you're right, they still... Do. Did he have, like, a portable power battery pack or something? Like, was it, like, a constant thing, or
1: he would go in for sessions? No, he went in for sessions, and he wasn't, like, getting it done on a weekly basis. He just went in it's for a little while. Not, and...
0: It's not as archaic as it was in the fucking 1890s, also. You know what I mean? Like, they were just shocking folk to, like, well, yeah, subdue the, them. She, they have, like, there's they, actual science behind it, it looks like, from, from my...
1: Yeah, well, the science wouldn't exist without people like this man. So,
0: <laughs>
1: but he also <laughs> even like I mean, says like we're about to enter the uh, the twentieth century, the yeah. age of electricity, and he like turns the light on like they just invented lights, and you're like, oh my god, they well, just invented like yeah. accessible le- electricity, and they're gonna shock this child <laughs> so lit, that she doesn't she, believe moments in Moments later,
0: she turns on a light in her room and it's freaked out by it. She's like, "What?"
1: Yeah. Um anyway I, what I was going going to say was that like it's an indicative visualization of like what Oz has been told to her as by people around her by the doctors by her aunt and uncle you know like her idea of Oz is being shaken up because she, she's starting to lose belief in it and so when she does go back there it's like fractured it's broken because of all these people around her telling her that she's wrong and that she's Crazy. So when she gets there, it's like it's not the beautiful eyes that she knew. It's a it's a perverted version of it, and uh, a perversion. It just means a, a negative deviation. All right, oh, <laughs> look it up. Well, look at the word. I know
0: that. I I it's just it's funny because oftentimes you'll say things are perverted not in the literary sense. You'll just think that me liking Final Fantasy games is perverted.
1: No, I'll call you a pervert. <laughs> It's different than saying a perverted version or a perversion. I know what a perversion Uh, is, Steve. I'm not
0: a, I'm not a, well, I'm
1: calling you a pervert right now for this argument. Uh,
2: you pervert. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Uh,
0: He's got the pink shirt on and everything. Oh,
2: good. Jason, are you the rambunctious one tonight? Yeah, but
0: I'm stone cold sober. I am Mm. two sips into a beer. I'm just feeling like being a silly goose.
1: Anyway, so I think I made my point. She's she's experiencing Oz in a way that uh, is negative on initial impact. And it's also weird because it, this isn't necessarily a sequel, right? It's sort of a, a follow-up, a worthy follow-up, and a sequel to or, or an adaptation of, like, several of the books that come after the first book, right? Yeah, it
0: says it at the end. It's uh, uh, Ozma's Return and...
1: It's... It's Ozma of Oz Osma and of Oz, yeah. um, <laughs> and the Land of Oz or the Magnificent Land of Oz. Um, so they take stories from both of those and kind of mash them together. Wow. So the, the character of Mombi is actually two characters that they've just kind of mashed together.
0: And then they just kind of made her a wicked witch, sort of a character, instead of like, instead of the monkeys. Well, she's actually she's got the Wheelers instead of she's, you know
1: she's more similar to one of the characters in. Ozma from, from Oz with the heads but then her attitude is basically that of Mombi from the other one who's more of like a classic Wicked Witch style are the and wheelers, she has like the powder are the uh, I don't think that I think the wheelers are made up for the movie I don't think that they're actual things but there's also so much but they reason. couldn't do the
2: monkeys or were the monkeys invented for the first one
1: um i don't know that for a fact but i feel like they probably wanted to do something different yeah i like yeah, the um, i
0: like the wheelers they're like they freaked me out as a kid and they freaked me out as an adult like then that, that's a weird they're freaky they're it's like such a weird thing like i want to know how they um like built them like how they're Adults. how it works like just like stilt, yeah they're stilt performers they're... probably
1: they are um the guy the main wheeler who does most of the acting also does Jack Pumpkinhead. Okay. And I looked him up.
0: He's in a bunch of shit. A, He's in a bunch of stuff as like similar yeah. characters. He's also
1: the main orderly. I don't know if you noticed that. Like the guy who's wheeling her down the hallway into the electroshock room, it's the same same actor. Oh cool! Yeah, there's so many things. Like is I dog, was just like, "Whoa!" Oh, like this guy's the wheeler, and also the wheels on the the gurney are like, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah. like
1: they make the same noise as the wheeler's wheels.
0: And they do a shot of uh, the wheels of the um, when they're traveling to town. They do like this weird shot of the wheels on the carriage, and I was like, "Why the fuck?" And I'm just realizing now it's because of it's. It's all from Dorothy. Like the whole movie is from Dorothy's point of view, even when it's like not. On her, it's like we're supposed to feel how she feels in this weird world. And then on top of it, they've added this layer that I'm really, really realizing now that they've added this layer of the turn of the century. And I think that's part of the fear that is sort of prevalent. Um, is the underwriting in everything that's going on? Why it all feels so bleak and weird? I think that's yeah. I think that's probably part of it. Because yeah, there's I think a, there's the a layer original... of subtext
1: there, but like it, it it's. It, a lot of it is like society um, and just growth and aging and time and like the idea of your imagination being taken away taken away from you by the world around you and like having it being eroded and grounded down grounded down over like other people's opinions. and like I think the main sort of like subtext of this movie is that as long as you believe in your imagination, then nothing else can really destroy it unless you allow it to. And like, that's her whole sort of like journey throughout this is that like, she believes, you know, (laughs) she believes that everything is real. And even in the end, she gets out and she, she realizes that like, okay, I don't want to go back to a crazy home. So I should probably keep Oz a secret. And, uh, and I'll just have it be my place to get away from reality. And like anybody who has any sort of like imaginary world that they, you know, invest in, whether you be a writer or like filmmaker or whatever, uh, you're not going to make a believable world unless you kind of believe that it exists in some capacity. I made a
0: note. I made a note about it in my notes. That was like, you know, what she should have done is instead of sounding like a crazy kid, she should have just started writing the story of the wizard of Oz. I know it's a you know, and then the credits just happen right right then and there. But
2: yeah, she's like, "Wait a minute! (laughs)
0: Wait a second! (laughs) Credits! The credits are rolling!" As she's writing, "I bet I get some money for
2: this." Yeah, Yeah.
0: the movie's ten minutes long,
1: and she's like, and then they all sing, "Oh, we, oh, (laughs) we, oh." Oh. Um, no, I I mean, she's also like a ten-year-old girl, right? Like she she's trying to get people to believe and like. There, she lives on a fucking farm. Like, she doesn't, she has no contact with any other children or anything to share her crazy imagination with. All she has is her uncle, who's like clearly depressed, and the aunt who's having to do all the work, right?
2: This movie wanted, Um, was uh, the uncle the gnome king? No, the doctor's. Yeah,
0: I was going to ask that earlier. Okay, that's
2: what I thought, but for some reason, it kind of looked similar at the end.
0: I believe yeah. her adventure through Oz is what caused her to want to um, get into witchcraft and get a coven of Oh, teen, the craft. Let's teen go watch girls girls that
2: together. Um, yeah, let's give that up for Rosa The craft. My apologies if I'm mispronouncing that.
0: She's awesome. Like, she's got such an iconic 90s face because she's in so many like things. And watching, Yeah, this Mommy is another... said the
2: same thing.
0: One of these, one of these things, one of these moments—not pretty,
1: you see, but yeah, <laughs> or, sorry, not beautiful, you see, but uh, there's a certain prettiness there. You're
0: unique looking. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she's saying there. Um, but I did make a note that if you took uh, Sprite back to the people uh, at in this Kansas town and gave them Sprite, uh, they'd probably their heads would explode. So that was. Funny. They'd be like, "I believe in us." From carbonation. As well. Yeah, basically, but like specifically
1: Sprite. No, I like I like there, there's a TikToker who makes videos, or I don't know if it's just sp- specifically TikTok, but it's one where he goes back in time and gives like a like a pilgrim a uh, like a sour patch kit or yeah, something, and, just... and he's like, "Oh, this is sour. Have you ever tried one of these?" And he just pulled out a lemon. The guy's like, "Yes, I've tried." One. <laughs>
0: yes. We like
1: actually he's not got the powder amazed, for
0: which... these from lemons. Uh... Yeah. yeah.
1: Um all right the soundtrack though in this movie is is dope um yeah. is one thing that i wanted to talk about um i use it in D all, all the time it's another one of those ones that i have on these playlists that i will just instinctively click on and then i i forget uh, that it exists outside of D and then i start watching a movie and i'm like oh this is the song that plays when the illithids are coming <laughs> instead of it being like no this is a song from return of return to us
0: from fucking stargate you probably use a movie music in your dvd for this whole month music in your dnd this whole month because all three of the movies we did are like this movie has a lot more in common with crawl than stargate did but like yeah all three of them have the same they're like traveling around movies they're traveling yeah and i mean
1: stargate and oz like going walking through a gate into a a mysterious world right like that's kind of that was kind of the idea Is like facing an unknown entity of some kind um, it, which is the definition of adventure when people are like, let's go on an adventure. Like some people just think it means like walking around. It's like, no, an adventure means you're going to face something that is unknown to you. <laughs> like you're going into a situation or scenario blind and you don't know if it's going to be pleasant or
0: yeah. usually go, or, like, you're not going to walk outside into an adventure. Typically you're going to go somewhere, you know, travel
3: somewhere all the
1: time. <laughs> facing the unknown. Um, so one thing that kind of went over my head as a kid is that this this story is meant to take place only 6 months after the events of the first movie yeah. I guess or the first book. She got shorter. She got shorter and younger, yeah. And she her face she went completely. back in time. But also <laughs> I looked it up because I was like, well how old was Judy Garland when she did the first movie? Cuz I think she's supposed to be playing younger in that movie than she is, but she's only 17. Fair. When you like oh, watch okay, it, she, you're she, like, "Oh shit, she's only she's only 17 years old." And she was already addicted to smack. That's why she looked <laughs> older. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um,
0: she's the prototype fucking. She's the prototype child actor that Tara Reed They based what Tara Reed. Never no, mind, Judy never mind. Garland.
1: That they based. No, like, I meant
2: she's the prototype of Tara Reed.
0: Pretty much. Well, she's the prototype of Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore was like the next big one.
1: Or Liza Minnelli, her actual daughter.
0: Actual daughter, Liza (laughs) Minnelli. Liza Minnelli was more like, she like was on Broadway and shit, right? More like a singer.
1: Mm -hmm. She She wanted to cast her own shadow. Yeah, Yeah. she was like, a rock, rock, rock with the trolley.
2: (laughs) Ding, ding, ding with With the the bell. bell." I'm ready
1: for my (laughs) close-up.
0: I'm ready for my close-up.
2: Hunter. Was the was the river scene? Do either of you know? Was the river scene on, on a soundstage? Like, there's I no way. So. Uh, man, I think
0: they, they just threw the that girl in a fucking river voice. and said,
2: "Figure it out, kid. You want to get the
0: craft when you're a teenager? You better get in that river, buddy." I
1: think the only sound stages in this movie were um, the uh, the pal- the mirror the mirror palace and like the caves and stuff. Because everything yeah. else seems like they built these outdoor sets because the sky is too real in the ruined town yeah. it almost looks like a almost like an italian villa style like you know like old stonework that they just sort of like crumble down into where they
0: find the original house that yeah. landed on the wicked witch of the east and then they go to the uh yellow brick road and it it's clearly just some old cobblestone road that's like 100 years okay. old and they put just Hundreds. put some yellow bricks down on it at that moment i was like they're just in some forest outside of a city they're just found a little patch of forest but now that you say italian like like italian that might be
1: (laughs) yeah no i I mean i never got the sense like i didn't i don't know i i guess i didn't really think of it that way but i i always felt like everything was a little bit otherworldly you know like it did it did feel like they were in these sort of like embankments on the sides of something, but in my brain, it wasn't like on the side of a city. I was like, Oh, they, they found like a field and built shit in there. Holy shit. And it, it felt Oz like to me and it had missed, it felt vacant and empty, like in every direction to me, it did feel small for sure. Like it didn't feel like expansive in the way that the original one did, but it had that sort of claustrophobia that the first one accomplished by having those crazy painted backdrops that are like, yeah, right there you know you can if you watch the original movie you can see where the road ends and the painting begins (laughs) and you can tell when they're like and they're like about to run into the backdrop and then they just like cut or fade out yeah before they they run through a paper backdrop
0: it's weird that you said italy because i read i just found a wikipedia entry that says that originally filming was to be shot 75 percent on location including ozlake locations in algeria and italy However, due to budget restraints from Disney, the movie was filmed entirely in the United Kingdom
1: oh, at Elstree Studios. So So they so they probably <clears throat> the reason I say that it was basic based on the architecture of uh the ruined Oz, it looks a lot like Italian architecture that I'm familiar with. So they probably just recreated that stuff or found things that were similar and added rubble that added to their like original sort of vision like of the outside
0: of the White Lotus. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, well, that is interesting. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> love an old key. I love an old key being found and no matter what the scenario is, it could be a science fiction movie, it could be a rom-com, it could be a horror movie, it could be a horror movie for kids like Return to Oz. But when someone finds a key that they don't know what it's meant to unlock, it's like the best kind of mystery to me. Is like an old key being found. I don't know. How, how do you guys feel about an old key?
0: Jamming it into doors. Yeah. I liked the, uh, I liked that because she like, it just looks like it's got like the, the no symbol on it, but then she keeps going like, see, it's O, Z. Yeah. Z
1: No, Dorothy. It just means keep the fuck out of my business and stick to your own.
0: <laughs> yeah. And stop bringing up that goddamn Oz. Stop talking about the ooze. I don't remember Auntie M. Being such a jerk Bitch. off.
2: I was. Am I not allowed to say that?
0: Well, um, in the original Wizard of Oz movie, I feel like she was a lot more understanding. Well, I guess, I, I guess think everybody is a Wizard little bit less. At of the Wizard of Oz, Dorothy realistic. wakes up, and it just says, "I had a dream that I was in this place, and you were there, and you were there," because it's the same thing where all our family members are playing. Like, yeah, but was was yeah. Auntie M? somebody in the original was she the wicked the well nice she's witch?
2: she's no the no, no the neighbor she... was the wicked witch
0: no the nice witch
1: no Glenda oh. w- the good witch was nobody uh Annie M and and Uncle Henry are are nobody it's just <laughs> that's how a... kind
2: of so mean <laughs> Glenda the good witch was nobody. <laughs> nobody
1: she was a nobody she came down in a bubble bro um <laughs> She was I don't think she was anybody in her life, but uh the NEM character is the one that like basically forces her to give away Toto, right? Oh yeah, and then yes. and, like that's why she's mad and wants to run away and then she finds Toto again. Um But yeah, the the first movie is her wanting to run away from home and then she realizes because the wizard the wizard, is like, you should go home because your family is worried about you. Your uh, your NEM is, she's crying. Oh, she, does she have heart problems? And then Dorothy's <laughs> like, oh fuck, I should go home. And then as soon as she gets outside, there's a horrifying tornado. It's a twister! It's a twister! Um, yeah, there, there aren't as many people in the original one that end up being actors throughout as this one. This one is like pretty wild. And there's also so many little visual Parts right like Ozma gives her the or not Ozma, but the other girl in the insane asylum. Wasn't that Osma? it is? It I is Ozma, yeah. And I guess it's meant to be her in both worlds because she's the one that gets her out and everything. And she gives her a pumpkin, which you know is the Jack Pumpkin, the mis- the electro machine is TikTok and
2: Jackie Pumpkins,
1: yeah. I heard, is... uh,
2: I read that uh, Jack Pumpkinhead uh, was inspiration, uh, to Tim Burton for Jack Skellington. I can see that.
1: Yeah, I mean even the beginning of the movie, Jack Skellington before he is Jack's before he like lights himself yeah, on fire okay. and dives, yeah. he basically looks exactly the same as this character, yeah. except a little bit more devilish. Um yeah. And I believe the guy who made this all the, the clay effects for the gnomes was the same guy that did the mark. Was clay that movie. clay? Or yeah.
2: was it all clay? Like there, was their face clay? I thought that might have been painted up, like frame per frame painted on or something.
1: Well, there's a part where he's, he stopped frame clay and then he, yeah. he's becoming more and more human. And eventually yeah. he's like just a guy with, makeup. every
0: time that it seemed there's, I don't, I can't, I couldn't really put my finger on it, but it seemed like every time he made something an ornament, he became more yeah. human. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, but they, so, I don't know if they, I don't know if that's like a thing. They don't, there's a lot of stuff in this movie. They don't really explain like the eggs. No, but he said explaining. it though. He's
2: like soon. No one will remember. And then I'll be human okay yeah. so he no, was I'll be completely human
0: that ornament room is him turning things into ornaments it seems like is what causes him to re- get his human form i want to point out that, <laughs> yeah. that that dude's facial expressions are fucking amazing when he was like almost fully human towards the end of the movie he he was just he, he's such a good face actor did you guys pick up on that at all i thought he was doing an excellent job i uh i couldn't look away this movie has a lot of like really, like, boring swaths of what could be...
1: I disagree. Bit... I think there's no boring moment in this entire movie. <laughs> That's fair.
0: But it has, for me, because it's an 80s movie also, it has these, it's like old filmmaking that I, I don't like, where it could be a little bit expository. It could be a little bit more going on instead of just, like, like, even Krull. I know, but...
1: I There's like certain there a... things in this movie that, like, like you're asking the question, I didn't really understand why he was becoming more human. That's also meant to make you think. You're, sure. you're supposed to think about yeah. why it's happening and not necessarily them tell you why it's happening, right? Why is he becoming more human? Why does he need to beca- become more human? It's not necessarily about that. What he's trying to do is eliminate... The idea of Oz because if Oz doesn't exist then it will only be him right like and there's even an argument to be made that he is literally the doctor encroaching into her mind and he's becoming more human because he's bringing her further and further away from Oz and like every time you hear one of her friends get turned into an ornament you hear like a lightning strike which could be him like shocking her brain Gosh, in the right. hospital you know like that could, it could be like sort of representative of that if you want to fall into that idea of it i think there's like more going on to it than like this is the reason why like because if they were to tell you then that would be the reason why but if they don't yeah. tell you then you no, can absolutely. sit here that's and be fair. like
0: well why that's fair uh, while we have that while we have that um on the table i have always been of the notion that she tries to escape from the mental institution and falls in the river and dies and then this is all happening while she's purgatory or like dying and then it just so happens that she does not die but then watching it this time right as they're about to put the thing on her head or he's about to flip the switch there's a lightning takes out the fucking the whole hospital's electricity so now I'm thinking maybe it's this happens This the home alone of it all happens (laughs) the moment that the lightning strike hits the hits the place and she is in fact being electroshock therapied the whole time i don't still don't know. i think
1: just like the first movie it's meant to be ambiguous to the point yeah. that you're you're meant to ask these questions and come to your conclusions that you well i was prefer. gonna say
0: i was gonna say then is it that when the tornado hits her house in the first movie she just dead exactly and this all is of this all happens. just imagination <laughs> all of it after that. well i mean
1: i think that, yeah if you want to think of it that way you totally can and this is a completely different dorothy gale in a new this,
0: yeah it's scenario an, it's an mcu situation where it's, an yeah, it's a multiverse
1: it's a
2: multiverse situation but yeah. i it's mean that's like, how she wants to look or whatever you're like her yeah
1: <laughs> i think the like the main sort of like idea that they constantly go with is that she suffers some sort of like trauma that Sends her to Oz and it's like Oz is literally the place that she goes in order to feel safe. And even though while she's in Oz, she's sort of processing something that happens in her real life. Right. So when she's in Oz the first time in the first movie, she's having to deal with the trauma of like being lost or not being able to get home and find her family and uh deal with the wicked witch who is the lady down the street who tries to get her dog euthanized and then in this movie it's her dealing with the fact that everybody is trying to rip oz away from her and she just wants oz to go back to the way it was and that's kind of what happens at the end they could not rebuilds it
0: they could not have found a different looking dog than the original (laughs) toto i thought I thought that's. I remember Toto being like, "That's a, that's a nice little doggy." That they feel bad for, uh, for, for old, uh, for old Toto. This time I was like, "God damn it!" I'm like, "I'm glad Toto didn't come on this adventure because he was a mangy little mutt." No,
3: I, I like the dog.
2: She talks about animals talking in Oz, and Belina, Belina, the the chicken or the hen or whatever does, but Toto never talked in Oz.
3: No.
1: Oh, I have an answer for you there. It's because they didn't have the ability to make animatronic dogs talk and it not look fucking stupid as hell in the 30s.
0: <laughs> also, I will say that Toto does bark and she understands Toto c- canonically.
2: Ooh, touché. Okay, so... yeah, I like that. Also, was also... just me or did they get to the Emerald City way too quick? Well, they tell? Yeah,
1: but that was made... more just because they already did that adventure. Yeah. They don't need to have yeah, the same Yeah, I adventure. know,
2: but still, like they wanted to
0: staple two couches together and put a weird gump on it and then have it. Well, I mean, life to dust, be,
1: to be life fair, life dust.
0: That was cocaine. She, uh, I think Ma- Mombi had a cocaine problem and uh, yeah, to be, f-
1: to be fair, to be
0: fair. <laughs>
1: uh, the quest in the first movie to get to the Emerald city is one day. You're just seeing three different segments of her meeting three different people along the way. Yeah. And, Uh, They all sing long ass songs and it takes 45 minutes to an hour to get there. (laughs) In this movie, she wakes up. It's morning. She hops out of the crate. She finds her chicken is there and then she, you know, finds her house and she gets to the yellow brick road at dusk so it is the course of a day it's essentially the same amount of time they just mm-hmm. don't fill it with her being like oh if your life's an empty kettle and i'm oh a- come on we we'll a brain if you know they don't they don't do that yeah. shit
0: no they were like no music fuck fuck yeah. your ideals we don't I like music anymore no, uh, but I did write down just to get before munchkins. we leave.
1: Before we leave, to, well, Munchkin Land is also owned by MGM. I want to get onto that at some point, but I'll tell you all about all the stuff that they couldn't do in this and the stuff that they were willing to pay for because they had to pay anytime they wanted to have something iconography wise in terms of <laughs> well, that movie, the they slippery. had to pay a lot of That's the main one, yeah. the really um, big one, yeah. The Toto howling, though, as she's riding away in the wagon, I wrote down, give that dog an Egot. No, I wrote down, to- <laughs> <no, laughs> I actually wrote down, "Give that dog the ten thousand dollars." But <laughs> like I won. wanted America's to ask you something. Else.
0: <laughs> I noticed that there was some weird editing for that moment. I think that yeah, that dog. Was cute. I think that dog was uh, like sped up or something. I don't think like I don't think they had the technology to like green screen in a sped up dog. But there was something off about Toto in that. In that. In that well, there's that, another.
1: There's another little part like that at the end. I noticed as well. I do know what you're talking about. It's you know sometimes they
0: do like a little. They make the dog do like a trick, and it's like sped up, and it's just quick cuts to that. Yeah. But somehow it was off I, in the distance, almost like it might have been superimposed in somehow.
1: I don't think that's what it is. So near the end of the movie, when she picks the slippers up, there's the same sort of weird jittery camera effect that you're talking about for this, and it's. I think it's because they filmed it at a higher frame rate, at a weird lighting. Okay. And they probably meant to have it be in slow motion or something like they, I, There's a couple of moments like that in this movie, so I'm thinking that he probably had in mind when he was shooting uh, these weird slow motion moments that were going to be paired with like intense music, and he was probably editing it together and realized like this is way too intense for children. Like this is like so emotional. Like they probably had like the dog like <laughs> Howling and like with this like sad music playing yeah, and like for, it, people are probably like this is too much for extended kids. Extended <laughs> two or three minutes
0: of the dog like yeah. her yelling like to oh, no no and the dog howling yeah. like all winning the egot and getting the ten thousand dollars on <laughs> on uh, on America's Funniest People somehow. Um, yeah, yeah. I that's true. Maybe they edited edited it down a little bit for that, but I still think that they're he, the dog like licks its face and it looked wrong. You know, like, it... I'm telling you,
1: I think it's the high frame rate. Yeah, like, like, because if you film something at a high frame rate, it's meant to be slowed down when you use a certain lighting. And if you don't, it looks weird, looks strange. And I, I think because I noticed it a couple times in the movie where like, they there was this weird effect where it, it almost looks sped up, but it isn't. And it's kind of jittery. And I'm like, that was supposed to be a slow motion shot. I wonder why they didn't put it in slow motion and then i was like stewing on it a little bit i'm like they probably had these scenes where like there was meant to be this emotional music they also
0: had like stop motion uh artists working all over the movie too so they Mm -hmm. probably employed some of that technique for the Mm -hmm. dog just so the dog doesn't have they don't have to put as much into having the dog like using the dog's acting they could just (laughs) take what they want and make it happened almost like animated the dog anyway the dog ah. deserves an award the dog was good but i hate the way it looks
1: what do you guys think of um Haruka bulk and her like slight judy garland impression like this kid loved is it. fucking killing it in this movie. a
0: loved it b made a note every time that she did a little like little like curtsy like a little like hello mm-hmm. i i Laughed out loud. I thought it was the most adorable shit. I thought it was incredible that she is this 10 year old actor putting on a Judy Garland. And then that's not, you don't write that kind of thing into a script. That's like completely ad lib when somebody just does a little like wild talking curtsy like that. Like, hello. I absolutely loved her, her performance. She's a, she was a, she doesn't kind of get annoying. Actor. She,
1: Cause like child, child actors often get very annoying throughout movies or like if your whole movie relies on a kid, there's going to be moments where you're like, ugh, all right, get me through this. But I didn't feel that through the movie. It was like, this kid is actually just carrying this whole movie and she's acting against puppets and fucking weird robot men. And like, it's all just her.
0: What I was going to say is like, I don't think that she's necessarily a good actor, but what you're saying is right, and and her her ability to be in these moments and be acting with just – there were scenes where she's interacting with, like, a man in a fucking pumpkin suit, an animatronic gump or moose, fucking mm. – the chicken – the chicken breaks all the fucking laws of practical effects. Breaks all the, the rules. Sometimes it's just a chicken going like – Also, that chicken is like, our greatest living comedian. am a comedian. chicken
1: who can talk no she's the greatest living comedian who ever existed I don't know that chicken is hilarious when they walk in and she's like "Oh, just out of luck huh? I run into a bunch of stiffs oh they don't seem to be going anywhere fast yeah. <laughs> this dog, or this, she, this chicken she knows have how have to played, make me
0: laugh she reminds me of um, uh, what was that woman's name from the 80s and 90s she dressed in a trash bag when she did comedy
2: I don't know trash bag Tina um
1: i i do think that her uh veruca or is it not veruca faruca right Ver- i keep wanting to say veruca salt from there's, there's
2: a zed i don't know if that
1: well i am oh. thinking veruca salt from Willy wonka you know the one who's like i want a golden goose now <laughs> okay hey, veruca. yeah uh i think that she probably watched the wizard of oz a shitload like yeah. in her, you know, before she got this role and was probably just like always doing Judy Garland impressions because she, there's a, it doesn't happen throughout the entire movie, but like when she says like this was the yellow brick Roll like it sounds like perfectly like the the accent and like the the weird sort of like intonation of her, uh, of her delivery is just like she's channeling Judy Garland in a way that I'm like I didn't I I would usually be like Ugh, in a, at a moment like this. You know, it reminds me of uh, Donald, Donald Glover playing Lando, where he does like a little bit of a Billy Dee Williams, but like not enough for you to be like, stop, stop <laughs> doing this. Like, it's perfect. It just reminds you of like the other movie without totally making you feel like you're watching an impression, which is pretty amazing for a 10 year old child to pull off. So marks to her. Good job. You're a good actor. Uh we talked about the lunch pail tree. What do you guys what would be your perfect lunch pail tree? I think is the question I wanted to ask you guys.
0: I'll tell you. It would be a butter chicken roti. Um some jasmine rice. Uh some samosas. And I think uh let's top it off with some veggie pakoras.
1: Jason pulls his phone and opens Uber Eats like immediately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on a second, I didn't yeah. have dinner. Oh, Phyllis Diller was the person I was trying to come up with. Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller. Remember Phyllis Diller? Anyway, we moved no. on from
1: that thought. Um, uh, Kalen, your perfect uh, lunch: pale tree lunch.
2: I'll take a uh, circle. Sure it's not uh, roast chicken. Tuna sandwich melt with celery pieces in in the sandwich uh, on a bagel.
0: Whoa, oh. whoa, 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 whoa! with the chicken's like, you think dragon. this chicken <laughs> right, What Are you fucking nuts? That took several. Times big to go... fried chicken. When you say when you say tuna melt, do you have it as a uh, like the grilled cheese style where the cheese is inside with the tuna, or the tuna melt where you melt the cheese on the sandwich, like an
2: open face sandwich? Yeah. So what I have, I have, uh, I have uh, a little. Uh, What's that little uh, oven called? Toaster oven. Anyway, yeah, toaster oven. Exactly. It's um, like a
1: regular oven, but you can only
2: fit tiny, tiny pieces. Tiny of bread pieces in
1: maybe a one
0: piece of pizza, them. maybe Things that you want to toast. Yeah, I, that, I we don't have a microwave. I have a toaster oven.
2: Uh, but yeah, no, I would take a, I would c- slice the bagel, put the, I would get my tuna, my mayo, my celery chunks, whip that together, put that on each half of the uh, bagel. Put cheese on top, do the melt, then put a little bit of mustard on top, and then smush it together.
0: That's a fucking, that's a dope, sandwich. dope. Wow. I have salt and pepper,
2: salt and pepper as well. You gotta have
0: salt and pepper. I've got turkey in the freezer from Christmas that I pull, I'll pull one piece of turkey out to make like a turkey salad sandwich with celery and onion, and I fucking love a tuna salad sandwich also.
2: Yes. Hmm. You gotta have celery pieces. Good choices, good choices.
0: I just get... Uh, for, what about you, Steve? $45 of, I want $45 worth of fucking Indian food in my pail, and Kalen wants a tuna melt on a bagel. <laughs>
1: hey, nothing wrong. You can't... Don't make fun of that. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's not anti-bullying fun. day. It's anti-bullying it's day. It's not
0: making fun. It's just I'm funny.
1: inconvenienced. You yuppie fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's also uh, inconvenience yourself day. Self-inconvenience um, day.
1: I think that in my lunch pail i would probably have like uh i don't know like maybe like, like i want something light because it's for an adventure right like you don't want it to be too heavy you don't want to feel like you're gonna take a nap afterwards right so i think kaylin's on the right big track dump. yeah so i'm thinking like like a hearty salad like a Ooh. like a, a salad with like chunks of like chicken in it and or we'll we'll go with oh uh, I forgot the chicken Belina Is the would chicken hate here? That. Yeah, Why is they... Belina here oh, yeah. with me in this situation? Chicken
2: on your salad, you freak. All right, maybe yeah, I just maybe want Maybe ha- some sort of made-up animal.
1: Maybe I just want a gourmet ham sandwich like Dorothy had, and I'll just, you know, I'll have that. And then, like, a couple of juice boxes in there.
2: I thought Kaylin
0: would be a purist and want the ham sandwich, honestly. If I'm being honest. Yeah. I, I actually think i going to go with, like, a,
1: a better ham sandwich than what with, that she ate. Because I saw her eating it, and that, looked, that thing looked pretty light. And it's also, yeah. also, white bread. Ugh! <laughs> what a pervert.
0: What's wrong with white bread?
1: <laughs> Racist. Do you think that those are like they manifest what you want in them, or is it just like a, like you know you're gonna get a peanut butter and jelly I was one, gonna... and like if if you open it and you're allergic to peanuts, you just like, die. You're like I, you know. Fuck this. I was
0: gonna ask you guys the same question because I kind of interpreted like maybe closer to what you said first, where it's whatever mm-hmm. you sort of want in your heart, but also. If it's not that, I think it's just different. What you would find in a kid's lunchbox,
1: like
2: different trees, different different lunches, yeah. or even in that, or like same...
1: a construction worker's lunchbox, because yeah. that's kind of what it looks like, right? Like yeah. a lunch pail something that you would have as a blue collar worker that you would just take with you like that's what i mean it's like it's like an on the go it's an energy box basically yeah. just to like make sure you can get to your If next this movie
0: destination. was japanese it would be a bento box you know it would be it would have all the trappings of a bento box if it was from other places in the world it would have different things if it was canadian it would just be filled with maple syrup yeah
1: so how do you castle used to it's to a carry bento their box. lunch
2: around in pails <laughs> like that was that a real thing
1: yes lunch pails used to look like that yeah. Interesting. It looks like a, that's why it's called a lunch pail. Cuz it was just a little pail that you would carry around with a lid on it. It was it to looks, keep uh, you uh,
2: Looks like uh <laughs> it almost looks like you're carrying around garbage or something. You got, like uh, I'm trying to find the words to say this properly. You've already said it's like, garbage, so <laughs> Yeah,
1: it looks like you're carrying around garbage or something.
0: <laughs> What's in there? Garbage. I'm bringing my no,
1: garbage away. Like, what do you want from me? it's my lunch um i do like the little detail that she you know says like one for now and one for later and she's like taking one because she knows she's gonna get hungry which just obviously indicates she's smart like she's not (laughs) just thinking about the moment she's thinking about she's gonna be hungry later too did you notice
2: she saved the less ripe one for later i did notice that that's big. she also the second she
0: gets an opportunity to take a nap she's like we gotta get some sleep we're in we're in for tomorrow (laughs) So yes, I think Dorothy G- Dorothy Gale is extremely intelligent. Was her last name Gale in the original?
1: Yes. I yeah.
0: I don't ever remember
1: It's her because she's her. carried away by a tornado. That's
2: I why. Get I got it.
0: it. Thank gale. you. Thank you once again. Not a dummy. I get the I get the slight I didn't subtle, I
2: that's the first I've heard that. I I didn't get that. I didn't know a that.
0: subtlety. Well, a Gale is a wind.
2: No, no, I mean, yeah, now once you said it, I got it, but I didn't Um, get that.
1: But also, that lunchbox comes into play when she finds TikTok, and he uses it as a like a medieval flail, which I love.
0: (laughs) My brain is an idiot, and every time they said TikTok, I watch shit with subtitles, and his name is TikTok, like the the exact same. like the app. (laughs) And every time I think they sue, I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, this is a. this is a Disney IP. This would be a big like we own the rights to the TikTok.
1: We don't own the rights I to that th- though because I'll it's like from a,
2: a I don't think the app has a hyphen.
1: It's no? from a uh an, a book series that is it's open source. Old. It's it's free okay. t- it's free use. You can use those title if you if all three of us wanted to right now write a Wizard of Oz story, we would be allowed to use it to do it and use all the characters that exist in there. We just wouldn't be able to use the stuff that's copywritten created by Disney or MGM. Can we all make an app stuff? of it? Oh, that's a hard question to answer. Um,
0: that means that it hurt his brain too much and we're move on now.
1: Because it was a <laughs> question that made nice. no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. What What do you mean he's by nice.
0: that? See, he's be- he was being nice. We should have just moved on. It's anti- <laughs> anti-bullying day. No bullying. Uh,
1: my next note is, like like you said, Kalen, uh, Jack Skellington was inspired by Jack-O-Lantern from this, and uh, I do believe that's correct, and I, w- I was trying to make the point earlier, but I think we got off topic, that the guy who made all the stop frame animation for this movie worked on the Mark Twain movie, who's also the guy who took on Henry Selleck as a protege, who made, right. who directed The Nightmare Before Christmas eventually. So it would not surprise me if Henry Selleck was working on this movie in some capacity.
2: What's that called? Six Degrees of uh, Connection or whatever?
1: Of Kevin Bacon. <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> this isn't Tremors. No, six, six de- degrees of Kevin six Bacon is a of-
1: game you play when you're on road trips, and six degrees of separation means that in any yeah, industry, in capacity, yeah. you could find your way to connect to anybody on the planet within six. Other I think people.
0: Kalen, I think Kalen is right that you could probably make six degrees from this movie to J- Jake Scallington I could make one degree. I just made it. You just just made it.
1: it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I just told you it. No, you named
2: like two or three people. That's like three degrees. All right.
1: Henry Selleck and the guy who did the claymation for this movie. Yeah. Is his mentor.
0: Who's? Oh, Henry Selleck. That's one degree.
1: Henry Selleck is the director of Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) Oh. Yes. Damn. There's literally no degrees, it's a straight line. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from one to the other
0: the stop motion claymation shit in this movie was like some really of the great. best stuff yeah. some of the best i didn't even i just watched it on disney plus and disney plus upscales everything you know it's all like
2: I watched, the... yeah, I watched it yeah all that their
0: too. shit's remastered so it all looks awesome
1: yeah actually a fun fact this movie when it was released on um dvd they used a really shitty quality and because the movie was Ugh. so poorly so because the movie was so poorly received when it uh, was released in theaters and on VHS that they just used a shit VHS transfer to the DVD so it just looked like <laughs> crap <laughs> um but if I watched it on Disney Plus and it looks pretty great like even the compositing and the blue screen and stuff like it's it's not janky it all looks pretty great like yeah, there was man. no moment where I was like oh, you can see the line you can only you can
0: see line. a bit of the like green screen line sometimes for some stuff but overall yeah. this is like I watched this movie um in 2020 or 2021 and reviewed it. And I remember thinking that I don't get how everybody has seen this movie. When you, when you say this movie to people, they're like, I've seen it, but it's not like a cultural phenomenon. It's, it, it, it's more like a cult movie that everybody has seen. It, it absolutely fits the, "hated you see this one? Like moniker, because this is totally like you're at a party
1: The analogy that I I like to make. Have you seen
0: Return to Oz and then you and the person just like remember every moment of the movie?
1: The analogy that I like to make is like there was a time once where all of us of a certain age we're sat around a campfire and we're all told the same scary story at the same time. Yeah. And it's burned into our memories so hard that we remember it so visually that at any point you can talk to somebody about this movie and they'll be like, Oh yeah. And then that weird shit happened that weird lady with a billion heads in the closet. Every, every horror movie. You see also those uh,
2: head showcases or that, that hall of head showcases was
1: also very good very good yeah um
0: it's but that's why that's why i put this in the realm of horror because every horror movie you ever see whether it's like scary or not you're always going to remember things from it there's when it's in the horror the genre of horror there's just going to be things in it that are going to stay with you and the movie's going to stay with you and even though i don't like the original halloween i can play the whole movie in my head because it's (laughs) so like visually unique and i think he likes it well, no, it's not that. It's it's the it's the Avatar thing where I fucking don't like the world of Pandora and the blue cat people, but when it's presented properly, it's fucking great. Talking about Halloween was a hundred times more fun than watching the movie. I was listening to the BS Bargain. I put a podcast. giant
1: X on my notes because I thought this was going to be the first episode we could get through without talking about Avatar <laughs> since Jason has seen Avatar, <laughs> but it's it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe but... next week, folks
0: okay and i also lost my train of thought and when i was i was gonna I was you gonna, watched
2: bargain ben did they do halloween or something
0: no it's, it's one of ben's favorite movies but it's it, i was going to talk about it's like a presentation thing but i forgot what my point was so let's move on this, all yeah, right fucking um, jason talks about avatar but he hates it fucking days without incident <laughs> fucking zero Steve
3: yeah it's like yeah it's a like a warehouse right puts a zero on erase it
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> god damn it maybe next time um So, you know, we we're we're more or less at the point where she arrives at TikTok and this moment always kind of like, obviously, the the wheelers are are very freaky. And uh, this is the the watch through that I I really honed in on the fact that those orderlies at the beginning are the wheelers, because the one has a very particular or a very like unique looking face, I guess. I thought he was the guy. and.
0: I thought he was the guy from uh, Max Headroom, the Canadian actor who's in like a million right. things. But he's no, he's on. like
1: a he's almost like a circus performer guy. Yeah. Like he's also the one that like he created the way that Jack should walk, and he, he also sort of pioneered how the wheelers should move. And like he's like a stilt performer and stuff. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he worked in like Planet of the Apes and shit. You know, like mm-hmm. he's one Even of those later,
0: guys. Like helped organized Cirque du Soleil but he also style. did
1: the voice of Jack which is kind of cool Like uh, he, a lot of the times people like that will just be put in purely physical performances and they'll use a different voice actor and you know not until the days of you know our teenage years when Andy Circus became like a face you know like they're like you're Smeagol and he's like <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and then he becomes like Caesar and all these other. Well, yeah, roles. he was
0: Smeagol and Caesar before he was ever in uh, any movies, like as Andy Circus, right? is it yeah, he, and, uh, but now he's in tons isn't of stuff. He, as himself. Uh, Alfred?
2: Yeah, Alfred. Didn't does he play Alfred?
1: Yes. yes. He's also Snoke, and he's in Star Wars as another role. He's he's in a lot of stuff. He's in Wakanda. and Wakanda forever. He's a he badass
2: looking. What's his face from Parks and Rec?
0: Oh, was he Alfred in Joker?
1: No, he was Alfred in no, the Batman. Batman, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Weird. I blo- I liked that movie, but I blocked a bunch of shit about it out of my head.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. It's gonna so long. They're going to make a the Penguin movie three based on hours that long.
0: version of the Penguin, and I think that's where that universe
1: loses me. You don't the want to see Colin Farrell is like, Whoa, hold on, sweetheart. We all going to take a kiss each other on the cheeks here and put our glasses I do, toast.
0: but I'm worried that they're going to put some... I'm worried that it's going to there's going to be no fun. You know, like That's that,
1: pretty fun to me. The Sweet pe- that
0: version of the penguin it, it, I liked it in contrast to the Batman is like a, I like when the penguin's a low-level criminal, but I want to also go back to having the penguin being a weirdo from the sewers who wants to bite you on the nose and be a <laughs> if he bites anybody on the nose i'm in if he eats raw fish 100 percent. but i mean
1: the batman that penguin is more <laughs> accurate to like what the penguin's supposed to be than the one who bites people's nose and has i know
0: hands. i know the old he's, he's like the 60s fucking holy Adam West. yeah he's got like the long cigarette and he fucking yeah. just has a monocle the Arkham anyway. City, the the I the played cockney. this city like a hop from yeah. hell. <laughs> the cockney, the cockney accent version from the Arkham games is like he's just like a low level criminal.
1: Yeah, but he has I like a it. broken coke bottle in his eye, like yeah. it's been jabbed into his skull. Oh it's just yeah, way too much. I just anyway, want,
0: I just want Denny DeVito to reprise his role
1: as the as the. Hey, maybe he will of, in, the in, flash the flash. Yeah. <laughs> in the Flash movie. In the Flash. <laughs> Uh, the head no- the head nerd okay so yeah so we got to the wheelers the wheelers are scary and when they're going down that hallway and they're just like they're <laughs> doing like a crusty the crown laugh- clap <laughs> I-, I said that they're they're doing bird noises too which is really freaky like they're like, <laughs> like talking yeah. at each other with bird chirps which I don't know if that was referenced at any point earlier in the movie but it is very off-putting as well to be well, like holy they- these guys are just like hawing at each other like monster when people they
0: chase her into the tomb thing like the mausoleum area yeah they, the hallway. they just like fall like they just keep going too. like they don't have there's nothing going on inside their head they're just like agents of chaos they i just... think
1: that the the way that they think is like everyone is scared of us but they don't know what to do once they get into a situation where they actually have to like fight themselves because like everybody runs away from them all the time because they're so fast and they're scary and they're weird so, like, they're just, like, walking towards her slowly being like, you're going to give up, aren't you? <laughs> like, making their bo- bird noises and their peewee Herman sounds. And they're, like, <laughs> crawling up on her. And then she opens that door and gets inside. And then they then they rush her, right? Like, it's almost like they are, like, an animal being more scared of you than you are of them right. situation yeah. where they – yeah. It, which I, I kind of find interesting and cool because it, it, it shows that they are – henchmen, but they're like no more than henchmen. They're they're just there to be a mass a mass of like scary things that if you ran at them, they would probably run away from you. You know, like that's kind of how
2: I feel about them. But they're so used to people. Kind of as they weren't allowed to do the flying monkeys. And they were
0: very flying monkey adjacent in my opinion. But they had more humanity than like a literal monkey.
1: But they also probably came up with that idea of being like, what if they're like weird creatures that have wheels for hands and feet mm-hmm. and they're like you know they're trying to like come up with a direct parallel to, to things she's seen before oh, she's going into Oz driving no like the the orderlies are literally oh, wheeling right, right. her through the From hallways her. yeah like, yeah yeah they're wheelers they're wheeling her and then she, they have wheels for hands and feet and like like that's kind of interesting and cool to me
2: oh kind of like the wheel bed is like the 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Like the wheelers are 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 the manifestation of the 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 wheelie, the dolly, or whatever.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and because when, she, this- when she's being pushed, the only face she can see is that guy's face, the main wheeler. That's like like it's him. He's the same actor, right? Yeah. And like they show his face multiple times, and I think this is my first watch through that I I it clicked in my brain, being like, wait a minute, that guy's the guy later who's like being interrogated by tiktok being like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know and he's like holding him by the scruff of his collar and he's like i'll beat the shit out of you tell me what i need to know
2: i am tiktok oh, I, I saw am a cool image of uh the actor or like they had the tiktok um opened and the actor is like yeah huddled inside of it he's a ball yeah that looks yeah.
1: so like i can't imagine how that how much that would suck like being Blast. inside, like it would just be people yelling through like those air holes, being like, All <laughs> right, Samson, we gotta go down this hallway. Just hold my hand <laughs> with <laughs> what? <with wide laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, but he got up those
2: steps pretty feet. good. Or down this was it down the steps or up the steps? No, up the steps.
1: His hands and feet are in the feet, yeah, right, in the legs. Yeah. So he's using his hands and feet to, to walk, but you can tell when he's moving, it's just like it's so painful looking to know that there's a guy in there walking like that but then the only thing that says it is like the music that they play like it's like you know it matches his 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 gait as he's walking
0: it's so funny too that they they have like counterparts to like Jack is very similar to a scarecrow obviously this the military guy is very similar to Tinman and then an animal who's like doesn't have much to say kind of like even though cowardly lion's a huge part of most of the plot of the first one but Gump is uh, I don't know Gump's kind of the odd man out on this one I think he's not I always thought Gump character.
1: was more like the lion and, and yeah the chicken was like <laughs> Toto but could talk kind of thing
0: that's what I meant to say what did I no yeah 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 you got it oh
2: okay. I, I, I thought about... you, said Gump,
1: you said Gump was the odd man out
0: no I mean he he's supposed to be the cowardly lion obviously but I yeah. But their parallel is that they're both animal talking
2: animals, (laughs) and that's about it. Yeah,
1: but I mean, they all have completely different personalities from one another. Yeah, that's
2: true. That's true.
1: So, like, I have a question
2: about the lion. What do you know? Do you guys know if in the original book, the lion, like, so in the first movie, when she gets back, like, and her uncles or whatever, like, you were there, you were there, you were there, like, one of them looks like the lion or whatever, right? Whereas in this one, it's an actual animal. And I was wondering if in the original book, was the uncle looking like the lion in that or was it was that just added for the first movie
0: from the book you mean yeah the i yeah. don't know i don't know um but that's a good I point don't, i didn't understand the question so like in the book is the cowardly lion just like a lion or did they make it so in the movie he looks well, like in the
1: in the movie, all three of her companions yeah, are, the, are the three farmhands.
2: Are the
0: three farmhands. Right.
2: Right, but, but, but is that taken from the book or is that produced for the movie? Because
0: basically. what Kalen's asking is, in this movie, the the Cowardly Lion looked straight up just like a literal lion. Like, yeah, yeah. Had, and, like, and the
1: Scarecrow an looked like a rubber-faced horrifying monster and the Tin Man looked like a, a bunch of buckets stacked on top of each other. Like They don't look like people.
2: <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying, though. So was that fabricated oh no in the in
1: the book in the books they so the actual illustrations in the books look far more similar to this movie no no no! uh, i don't
2: mean what they look like though i just mean in the first movie she says you were there because like they looked like them right so was that yeah in the books they don't look like a movie and in the original books that she never saw her family represented in the characters it was
1: probably more personality than it was them literally being played by
0: actors Uh, okay gotcha okay gotcha
1: yeah
0: oh yeah Uh, that's what Kayla was asking that's uh that's a good question
1: yeah in the uh so like yeah in the movie obviously they have the luxury of just casting the actor to play those roles right um whereas in the books it's just drawings and it's your imagination and then it's you know up to your imagination to to do that but in right. terms of the story i don't recall if the, that's just like a the, movie the, the thing weird, or a book thing because i haven't question, read the book since the i was a child is
0: more but... so that like when she wakes up in the book in throughout the book is it implied that these characters look like these farmhands
1: that yeah i runs, know I, like... I, I think i answered the question yeah okay i <laughs>
0: i thought that you were still having a little bit of no um, no
1: i understand question. the question okay i understand the question
2: i'm a confusing person i'm sorry i got it immediately according to cage. google I got deep roy played the tin man
1: which in i don't this... get because deep deep roy is a tiny little man yeah. so what does that even mean maybe he's like just
2: deep... in the body of the tin man Did deep but roy he's roy a tiny TikTok? man <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's just body, you know it's you know not it prob- in the legs or
1: anything. So, so Deep Roy is also a puppeteer, so what, what it probably was is oh, that he yeah. was probably had like sticks and was like, oh, from, okay. like from behind or something from, from lower than the camera could get. Because he's a little guy. I um, if Deep Roy was in
0: the background as like a cameo bit as one of the munchkins <laughs> at the end.
1: I'm like, why didn't they put Deep Roy in TikTok yeah. <laughs> instead of having a man like
2: <laughs> Maybe his legs um, wouldn't fit like to each yeah. side. Like that was an exaggerated, like,
1: yeah, yeah. No, they they needed, they wanted him to be like a perfect sphere. It was like right? when so, Homer like,
0: gets the, off the tiny horse or whatever. I think that's from The yeah. Simpsons. Or Homer. God damn rickets. Like yeah. <laughs>
1: um. Well, oh, one thing before she goes into Oz, the nurse, she is desperately trying to save those children. Or like, I and I was looking out for it in this movie. She only yells Dorothy. She does not yell. Dorothy or children or, like, girls or, you know, anything. She only yells Dorothy. And she yells stop and come back. And, like, she's well, desperately trying to save save Dorothy from the Osma river.
0: is interesting in the, in the before part, in the ward, because...
1: She's like a ghost, yeah. She, yeah, she
0: comes into the room with the pumpkin head. That is very real in reality. But is it? Yeah. Also, she, like... Dorothy, like, turns her head and turns back, and she's gone. Like, there isn't, there isn't enough time for her to, like, open and close the door.
1: Yeah, she um, says, I gotta go, and then she's gone.
0: thought there was some weird stuff uh, with that. I also thought, uh, while I'm watching Dorothy in this room, which what must have been eight hours, were kids, like, before there was any toys or fun or anything were kids bored all the time just like no bored? they
2: had a stick and a and a and a hula hoop okay they but that's use...
0: if you're not stuck in literally a mental asylum Was she just
2: yeah. there's no a, it's like being in jail
0: show, they just show her on the bed at one point you're just sitting there like
1: she's probably <laughs> using her imagination <laughs> i think about like before i had a phone and when i was a kid i'd be like on the toilet for example and i didn't have a phone to be like I would read TikTok the videos. I would
0: read the shampoo bottle.
1: I would look at the tile or the wallpaper, and I would use my imagination to see things in the wallpaper, like shapes created in like people's faces and like people in poses, and like, like that's what I would do. I would sit there and just stare at the little pattern, the repeating patterns, and make <laughs> shit in my brain. So I think that maybe I'm a little bit more similar to Dorothy, where if I'm in that room, I'm looking at like the imperfections in the. The spackling and the you know the the mortar that's holding the wall together. Well,
0: Steve, I'll tell you right now that I was uh, a kid who was given. I'm like one of those kids that's given an iPad too early now. Except the difference was it was just like TV raised me. It was just like you shut up. Oh, T-
1: You had a TV in the bathroom. Shut up. Go <laughs>
0: sit. <laughs> in... No, we had magazines in the bathroom. We had like one of those baskets of okay. magazines.
1: Well, I what? I don't know how to read to this day, so I wouldn't have been. Oh
0: read. geez,
2: <laughs> what a reveal! What are those glasses
1: for? I don't yeah. even know if I'm reading my own notes.
0: I know yeah. that's, he's wearing glasses and he's reading his own notes. I can't even <laughs> figure it out. What does this say? Do you know what any of this
3: says?
1: Uh, it says, uh, "Watch us on TikTok over and over again, repeating." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's a really educated, good guess. Okay, fair enough.
1: Hmm. Fair enough. Um, so, I noticed that throughout her initial journey, you know, they have the 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 panning to the rocks that show the amazing, which still look fucking amazing. Look I, better than CGI, you know, like the the clay Rackle coming up on the stone. Yeah,
2: we've said it before, and I'll keep saying it every time.
1: But this is different because you 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 can also see so many shitty examples of, of clay animation and stop frame animation that's so jarring. But for some reason, in the context of this movie, having it be stone that's shifting and moving and, like, you know, they lock the shots off so they're not that complicated. But, like, it is still so impressive and, like, off-putting. Like, I'm going to keep using the word off-putting and unsettling because that's a lot of the oh, visuals great, in this movie that's are.
0: That's great word for this movie, man. Like... Ninety
1: percent of the time, you're like, "What?" And I also love that, like, you know, they they come up and they're watching yeah. and they're like, "Din din din," and like looking at her, and then they go back down, and then it's like that one guy's face who's like, "She's here, Dorothy Gale has returned to Oz," and he's like, "Good, good," and he's like, "But ah, uh, she also has a." Uh, <clears throat> chicken, like, I I chicken. and like chicken. the guy's face like he gets so scared but like you, you know you don't see the gnome king for so long which is a really smart choice because you're like building up what he might look like forever in your mind and then the initial reveal is, of him is that he's also just a face but then he slowly becomes Ooh. like a person sitting in a throne and it's but it's still like you can't really tell and then he like becomes more and more defined as he's becoming more comfortable with them, it's almost like he's putting his guard down and becoming more uh, hospitable to them. You know, being like, let's down and have a uh, of, conversation.
2: Um, let's of have faces, some boiling silver.
0: Yeah, yeah and some li- key lime cake, key lime yeah. pie, lime limestone stone pie. pie. Speaking uh, of faces, yeah. though, I think I just had sort of an epiphany about like her seeing things in the real world that manifest themselves in this world. The actual machine. That she's about to get electroshock therapized by is sort of TikTok, sort of has the same look. Oh
1: yeah, as the, mach- the electro machine, yeah. yeah. And
0: I think as a kid, I, I'm I just had this moment where I was like, I knew that already, but didn't pick it up this time until we started talking about it. But I think as a kid, I put that together. Um, yeah, and it's... I
2: see it, but the TikTok character helps her where that machine. Well, I guess it's supposed to help her. It's supposed to help her. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: there's all there's an argument to be made that like as soon as he's about to shock her, because it is it would be him shocking her, the power goes out. Maybe maybe he short-circuited the entire building, and that's why she thinks of that machine as like a a friend. Okay. It also could uh, explain why every time he's about to do something super helpful he, he breaks down he breaks <laughs> off of, or whatever runs yeah. Out actually as, yeah that was, wasn't that on whatever. the
2: rules it's like wind me up I'll last for a thousand years and I'm like what no <laughs> he
1: said wind me up tight she's too weak to do it tight enough she's like yeah. a little girl and also those things look like they were hard to turn What's I mean maybe him
2: of? as a whole like not him actively doing things lasts a thousand years but him as a like you wind me up And then do it again, like, and you keep doing that for a thousand years is what I thought. Like at first, I was like, that was no. When he first started not working after she wound uh, wound him up, it's like that was definitely not a thousand years. He said something about that fight must have wore me out. But then I thought about it later. I was like, oh, maybe it's just like you keep doing it, kind of like you know, you buy whatever technology that we buy these days. Like it'll last. You know, you have to put batteries in or whatever, but it still lasts. Yeah, like
1: lithium battery batteries will last a thousand years, but you have to you have to charge them every six hours or we're whatever. coming yeah. up on
0: an era though where like if you go buy a game boy game the batteries are all dead you have to get the batteries replaced i got a game boy right here the batteries are the batteries on your save files are gonna die one there's day. also
1: kind of like a sad quote on the back you know like the instructions on the back of tiktok or like it, it says you know like
0: no nipples
1: uh, no, no, that's different oh, no, the, the one that's that's the bottom. front of him. It says like do not expose my nipple, or I will be canceled. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, it says something like uh, you know, uh, it's something about like can never die, but will never live or something like it's, it's oh, like, a yeah, boat yeah. like that. And you're like, Oh man, that's kind of sad. And then she winds him up and he's like, I cannot feel emotions, but I also am super sick at fighting. Mostly spin moves. <laughs> and you're like, okay. He's cool. Like, TikTok. He's
0: like Robo from Chrono Trigger there. I, yeah. uh, I didn't do Final Fantasy. Insert? That's
1: Final Fantasy adjacent. Yeah.
3: But there we
0: go. Cross <laughs> an X over that too. Days without an incident.
1: <laughs> um, but he he also gives us a little bit of expository dialogue, which we, we're desperately in need of at this point, right? Because she's trying to piece together shit and she doesn't know she's go- gone into the city. Everyone's turned to stone, including the Tin Man uh, or the Tin Woodsman and the, the Cowardly Lion, <laughs> which is and... why it's called in the
2: books. Yo, did yeah. they tell that story in the 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 story about the Tin Woodsman? Did they tell that in the first movie?
1: No, uh, also okay. so they call him the Tin Man in the MGM, so they couldn't call him the Tin Man in this, so they call him the Tin Woodsman, which is what he's called in the books. Right, just, okay. just so you know. Um, right. But you it, know, it's her explanation at the beginning of the movie where it's like he was a man, and then he cut his own leg, or he got his leg cut off, so he replaced it with a tin leg, and then eventually he was like fully replaced yeah. with tin. Yeah,
3: that's
1: that's more accurate to the book, book where the MGM been- is like where yeah. the original the original MGM story is just like, he was built by some guy and he's like, my creator forgot to give me a heart. (laughs) But I, yeah, he is like mostly human, which like in my brain, if you open up his chest panel, it's just like full of human organs, like, (laughs) like nasty grass human organs. But it's also the explanation as to why he turned to stone and TikTok didn't turn to stone.
2: Oh, nice. Good call. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, But TikTok gives us a bit of explanation saying, you know, like, the Scarecrow, King Scarecrow locked me in here and told me to wait for Dorothy Gale. That's you, right? All right, let's get out of here. And he, like, goes out and he beats up all the wheelers in, like, two seconds.
0: Why does uh, does that song by the Edgar Winter Group play?
1: Because
2: he's dope (laughs) and badass.
1: Jason what kind of hat
2: is that
0: this is a margin screen printing let's get a little this is a little ad read right right now and right here margin screen printing is my dad's tele, t-shirt printing uh business he prints can he make some, some hey, did you see this one
2: t-shirts and hoodies
0: yeah absolutely come look look for those in quarter two 2023 quarter, <laughs> quarter three 2023. I'll tell you what that is. It's from this. So
3: We're it talking about <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh
1: okay. So, anyway, we get we finally get some expository dialogue which is that the whole city started turning to stone. Uh, he's not sure why, but he has to he thinks it has something to do with the Num King. Uh they go out. They, he fights all the wheelers at once. He beats the shit out of all of them and snags the main one by the collar and starts to interrogate him. And this guy reveals, you know, like well, the gnome king did it. But uh, Princess Mombi doesn't. Uh, is in charge of this city now or whatever. And so they're like, take, take, to Princess Mombi. And he says no, and then you know, eventually they they convince him. Uh, oh, I also wanted to mention that the headless statues also very unsettling and freaked me the fuck out as a kid because I, you know, they explain like they've all been turned to stone. And then before you see them, they explain that and then they go into the, squ- <laughs> the square and uh, they're all missing their heads. And like, to me, that's horrifying where i'm like what happened to their heads and like their heads aren't around
0: she freezes them in stone and either before or after this process she takes their head
1: and then but
2: no i i I think she did the stone first and then put the pat like cut it off and then put the powder on it
1: yeah probably yeah that would make sense or just had a way of reversing it yeah
0: powder of life (laughs) cut powder of living or whatever yeah that's what
1: they used to call
2: conspiracy theory i need my powder of living
1: that's what they used to call the powder she of life. She did
2: get really angry. That's what happens to them yeah, when they don't have it. She any. is desperate as fuck
0: when yeah. she gets to uh, the Gnome King's chambers. Towards I need, need my powder of living. Well,
1: I mean, that's what they called cocaine in 1985. The powder of life. The
0: Edgar Winter group.
1: The powder of Oh, my God.
0: because it's winter. And then I'd be like,
1: I do want to, for a minute, talk about how the design of the the lion and the Tin Man. It's the first time you're really seeing any of the old classic characters. Right. And like, like I said before, the, the poster that Kalen has behind him, it sort of advertised to you as a kid because this movie came out years before I was born. And uh, I think the reason I probably wanted to rent it in the first place was to see a Tin Man that looked like that and a Lion that looked like that on an adventure, but I never got to. And uh,
0: <laughs> but also they look a whole cool. Generation after the original, like f- almost fifty years, oh, more than fifty years.
1: No, it was forty-nine. I think it was like forty-seven years or something. But that's crazy. a whole generation, like, though. I know, but I watched. So before I saw this movie, I watched the original like a thousand times. Right. Like I had it on VHS, so like I knew, I knew i knew that i loved it and i wanted to see it um but the point that i'm trying to make is that the designs are really cool and they are pulled from the you know after reading the books as a kid and and like doing a little bit of research today i'm like these are like almost exact designs from the original illustrations like they just instead of trying to emulate the original mgm stuff they're like let's just make it look like the book and they did i like that Um, design
0: of the tin man better than the weird
1: Matin painted man, man yeah. who had to be hospitalized because <laughs> of, the, yeah. the paint was poison. The
0: <laughs> it's that same paint that they use for, uh, for, um, Goldfinger, the lady. They're going
1: to say submarines.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, not, it's like house paint, basically. <laughs> it's like yeah, he,
1: he almost died. Yeah. Um, so, the the actually the the point that i wanted to make was that you know you start to get to know these other characters tiktok is introduced here and then jack shortly afterwards and as a kid you're like longing for the tin man and the lion and the scarecrow a little bit like i want the characters that i know but yeah. then you start to be charmed by tiktok and charmed by jack and then when gump shows up you're like I don't even fucking care anymore about Tin Man and, and right. the Cowardly Lion. These characters are awesome.
0: We're almost going into an era of that in the MCU now where we're going to be seeing callbacks in a similar way where it's not directly that character, especially with the multiverse. That's why this yeah. like feels like a multiversal kind of experience. Sure, yeah. Because we see them, we get them almost immediately. <laughs> she gets there, she gets to the mausoleum place... Boom! We see we see Tin Man and Cowardly Lion, and guess what? They're statues, and they were like mid-action, like they were partying. Yeah.
1: Well, the Tin Man is about to ask somebody a question. Mm. Yeah. And (laughs) the Lion is, I guess, just sitting there. But that's the other thing is like the the consistency of everybody being turned to stone is very off. Like some people are in action poses, and (laughs) some people are reading. Yeah, one lady just reading a book. The other, a bunch of those women are dancing in a circle, holding hands. You're like some were turned... people were alarmed and some were not.
0: Maybe they returned to stone at different points in the uh, the gnome king taking over. Oh, that's a good point. You like I mean? a like... bunch of
1: people were turned, and then the Tin Man was running around like hacking Wheelers to death. Like
2: I thought he was just chopping wood. Oh no, bad. man!
1: The in the original books, the Tin Man was this scary. Is... Oh my <laughs> god! There is a scene in I'm not sure which book it is, but he fights a pack of wolves and like the description of it is that he just like he hacks them like one by one and then after they're dead he hacks them into tiny pieces <laughs> like just to make sure they don't come back it's crazy the tin man is is he was the coolest character in my childhood reading and like he so also the the story is like Dorothy leaves and then when she comes back all of her friends that she left behind they've all been sort of like displaced but they all are the leaders of different sections of Oz like they're all like different sort of like barons and kings and stuff And like they've all got their own dominion it's pretty cool pretty cool it's like d d stuff you know like they didn't just like stay stagnant being like oh we've just been waiting for you to come back Dorothy it's like no we I'm the king of the woods now and I hack wolves to death when they attack my people well
0: as one does as you should do. as
1: one does um Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention was that uh, I I did mention it briefly at the beginning. The guy who directed this movie, he was primarily an editor, but he also was a sound editor for a really long time. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but the sound editing in this movie is on the money, man. Like some of the sound effects are so cool. Every time TikTok blinks, it sounds almost like 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 sheep shears or something like and it's it's like threatening, but also like you feel protected by it and it also feels like he's thinking hard, I don't know. Do you I guys have a favorite notice, sound effect?
0: Uh <laughs> I did I did, but I, now that you mention it, yes. I can't remember what it was, but I will say to that the um level of detail in a lot of places that didn't require detail were prevalent in this movie and that was one of the things that the sound, the sound design was definitely great and and had depth to it.
1: Mhm. Hmm. I mean, I can keep. I can keep going through my notes. But if you guys have anything you want to add, just let me know. I
0: I like I, when the
2: wheeler got turned to sand.
0: Yeah, that was right. a pretty good one. I just like the my favorite effect in the whole movie was the fucking just st- the stone moving around on the wall in Namby's in um in Gnome's King Gnome's cave. The uh,
2: Mount uh, Gnome Mountain, Mount, or whatever.
0: Gnome Mountain, right. Great Gnome Mountain, or whatever the fuck. It uh, it, it was just such a cool effect. We were talking about it earlier a bit, but like. I just—it goes back to how good it looks on Disney Plus, where you expect a movie like this to be visually almost unappealing, like crawl or whatever or something. Crawl does a lot of the time. It's just like ugh. There were cool scenes. There were the scenes where he's like climbing, like he's walking between two mountains, and it's clearly they somehow got a drone shot in the '80s. (laughs) <laughs> it was, it was at that helicopter. point it was a
1: helicopter Yeah, they had they just yeah. had to get far enough away that it wasn't like <laughs> like blowing like the blowing guy off the mountain
0: shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but like <laughs> this just I couldn't believe how good these practical effects looked and it's really a bummer that this movie wasn't um heralded for its stop motion yeah.
1: effects well the uh the director was was fired in the middle of the movie because Damn. he w- he was getting too stressed out and he was faltering and he wasn't believing in himself. And uh, so the studio was like, well, you're fired then. And he didn't want to be fired. And the studio, like, oh. this is the, how the story goes. A couple of hours later, he's like in his trailer, like losing his mind. And then George Lucas calls the studio and is like, uh, uh, all right, I'll be there in a couple hours. I'll be there. I'll be there tomorrow. And then they get another call, and it's Steven Spielberg. And then they get another call, and it's Francis Ford Coppola. And they're all being like, "You can't fire this guy because he worked on all their movies, right?" And uh, eventually, George Lucas is like, "If you have to let him ha- have another chance, and if you don't let him have another chance, I'm gonna pull all the resources that I put into this movie, and." Uh, if you do give him another chance and he fails, I will step in and I will direct the rest of the movie and you can put my name on it as a George Lucas so direct, there's some, like, directed movie. There's
0: some, there's some alternate paths this movie could have taken. It could have been yeah. none of these people come to bat for this guy. It is a total failure and a flop and it's worse than this movie is. This movie is fine. Like for all intents and purposes, as a kid's horror movie, <laughs> it's great. You know what I mean? Like it does the job boom the yeah. director did a great job there's a version of this movie that's directed by uh george lucas and it's an absolute banger it's uh it's a disney movie that is in the gets put back in the vault every 10 years or whatever they used to do in the 90s you know it's here for one christmas only and then it goes back into the disney vault um and then there's a version of it where somehow steven spielberg just takes over and it's uh, an oscar winner
1: well, I don't think that Francis Ford Coppola and Steven Spielberg put that same deal on the table, no, but I know, they I know. were they were there to be like, no, There's he a can do it.
0: Where Francis Ford Coppola takes over and it's a gritty indie flick. But the thing is, <laughs> is like
1: this movie this movie is like is well directed and it's well edited and it's coherent and it all makes sense and everything kind of fits together properly in the sense of the story. And you're not left being like confused or wondering or thinking that it could be better. Like I think it's just like it's good for exactly what it is meant to be. Um,
0: yeah. Somebody going on a, an adventure and it, it has the yes. spirit of the original movie. You know, she meets characters as she goes and is, you know, she's got yeah. different conflicts as she goes. And ha- only
1: the spirit is because the other one died and it's a ghost. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and meets a literal, like final boss
1: King with who
0: has a bunch of stipulations instead of yeah. it being like, don't look behind the curtain it's like well, that
1: that whole uh yeah it isn't that well i mean that's sort of the lesson behind the original wizard of oz right is that like sometimes things can seem scary and complicated but really it's it's just it's something sheet? it's just like a, a an uncomplicated pathetic thing behind a curtain that's that's so frightening um but
0: this one was where... uh, uh was jigsaw and the saw movies <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I, I think yeah. I've said it enough already. Now this movie is about maintaining your imagination
2: and not letting everybody <laughs> fucking destroy it. Um,
1: let's move Where on to the other
2: ornaments. Um, other people, maybe not like um, Oz people, but like
0: it's heavily implied. I think that the people, like when a vase got smashed in that room, it was yeah, like... a person getting oh. smashed to smithereens. Like all
2: those
1: people at the end that are in the throne room or whatever; those are all ornaments. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know if that's true, but all the green ones maybe. Like imagine yeah, she went cool. around and kept figured out the green clue and then like just kept it's, pulling up like weird random character like one of those crab trees from the first one being like, same, get away from my apples. It's, it's the gosh. same
0: as the uh, Beauty and the Beast implication where he, er, you yeah. know everything in that castle is, was people and oh, Beast yeah. goes into a room and smashes it like a whole room out. And it's <laughs> like he just he just killed, he half killed of some his, people, yeah. his castle like people and when everybody like comes servants. back to life
1: there's just like a massacred yeah there's just corpses a
0: fucking night. there's a red wedding room
1: yeah. <laughs> for who could ever love a beast
0: ding ding
1: ding and it goes up to the attic and there's just blood everywhere like limbs we don't,
0: we don't go into that room anymore
1: yeah that's why don't why can't we go into the west wing we it's forbidden
0: sh- we need a shovel to, to also, clean it
1: Smells bad. Yeah, it smells like pestilence. Uh, okay, let's move on to Mombi. She get they get to Mombi's tower, and uh you know they let go of the the Wheeler guy. The Wheelers don't really. They come back one more shot later when they're escaping from the tower, and they all fall into the desert and turn into sand, which is also a really cool effect where it's like they almost immediately are like, and then it shows that one guy's face, face and it just yeah. like cracks, and you're like,
2: oh, it looked o- awesome. Yeah, that was awesome.
1: That freaked me out as a kid because I was like, is he? He's dead. <laughs> Why? He's dead now, right? He turned to sand, and my mom was like, "No, no, he's just sleeping." sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Momby's dress is wild. <coughs>
3: yeah.
1: Also, the mirror room is wild, which is the same room. I think, like later in the in the movie, you realize that she's sort of annexed the like the palace, the main palace of of Oz, right? Like because they all they all fill into that same room, the mirror room. And uh, but now she just has it like a throne in the center of it in her bed. She started into like a a studio apartment, basically, where she's like, it's like all one <laughs> open concept. She's like, I got I like- my heads over there, my bed over there and my throne room here. And that's all I fucking need, bro.
2: I like the way they like artistically got around the fact of not seeing the camera in the mirror by doing like an up and over shot. Hmm.
1: I didn't even think about that, how hard it would be to shoot in that room so that you don't see the mirrors or yeah. the camera camera crew in every yeah. mirror. You basically just have to like
0: superimpose what's on the mirror onto the mirror.
1: Or just like Kalen was saying, like get creative with your angles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would be like a thing where they would have to do it and like people would like a whole army of people would have to be like moving with yeah, the yeah. camera to get it out of the way. Uh, the heads in the book, the original book they all have different personalities so like when she puts a head on it's it's meant to be like a different person almost, but they all have sort of the same goal I guess I'm
2: feeling silly today fuck mm-hmm. you, I'm feeling like shit today but it's, it's almost thing?
1: like when one of them puts it on she like, is like this girl might be of like, we might want to have her head later but I don't want to be the one to do deal with it, so I'm gonna go change heads, and then they get the other head. The other head's like, "I'm gonna lock you in the tower now, motherfucker." Did she
0: lock her in the tower to like age up to the age, at least age appropriate to behead? Yeah, to,
1: to cut her head off. Yeah, to
0: cut her head off. Like, cause it, cause she would look ridiculous with tiny 10-year-old a tiny ten year old tiny head. Yeah. head <laughs> yeah, but all of the other women <clears throat> in the hall of heads were all like fair maiden, probably eighteen year olds. Cool. And yeah. she they were like the... the dancing
1: women and and more because there's way more than this. And cool.
0: she's the she's the head the head nurse from the ward, right?
1: Yeah, that's so... why they called her the head nurse, right? And Sorry. like Annie M Ann was like head nurse, and right. she went Perfect. like this.
0: So <laughs> so it stands to reason that this it stems from the character being super like vain about her age, and she wants the youngest of the young, and that's why Dorothy is like the. Perfect, the perfect person to like age up into that. It's too bad that oh, anyway. she has an
2: interesting face that will go on to star in the craft. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, not beautiful, you understand, but there is a certain prettiness there. Unique, you're weird looking, but
0: you're weird looking, but you're gonna be a desirable from the island. Uh, but you're
1: games. 90s hot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh... I, we're hitting
0: the 90s extremely hard over here.
1: I think that that whole thing like kind of I know that it was it was created for the books and everything so it's not like new but it felt sort of like Guillermo del Toro storybook style stuff you know like where it's like this is what del Toro does with his kids stories now where he's like I'm gonna make them sufficiently dark enough which is why I like take my hat off to him like every time I think about it when he makes something that's meant to be for kids because he's like I know how to push it to darkness that is the 1985 level of darkness without it being too much. Pan's
0: Labyrinth (laughs) is absolutely a family movie with with horror visuals at times. That
1: is not a kid. (laughs) I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, There's a part where he grabs a guy with a face and caves his whole face in with a wine bottle. Never
0: mind! I forgot about the part with the wine (laughs) bottle.
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh no I'm talking more like the recent stop frame animation movie Pinocchio yeah <laughs> like that's more I saw stills from I'm
0: Pinocchio talking. and I was like that looks like a cool anime i I, I it's it gone did. my radar to watch I just haven't gotten should
1: to. watch it um so Akilin, what did you say Kellen?
2: oh um what was I saying uh Uh-oh. Something oh something about... Spookiness. I can't remember now. Spookiness. My apologies. Take it away. Spooky freak. Okay, okay. Um well
1: There'll she gets locked in the tower. Yeah, she gets locked in the tower and she meets Jack, the Jack Pumpkinhead. And he is sort of like the scarecrow, but he's more uh anxious i think than the scarecrow the scarecrow was oh. more just like a, a doofus right
3: oh, the
1: like, i don't understand why i'm not smart i mean i don't i was not bro- born with a brain he's like oh and he's like pulling his straw out everywhere and like, oh and he can't walk probably. yeah i think
0: i think jack is like i have emotional issues yeah he's got, a, he's got confidence he's a millennial <laughs> he's so yeah, yeah. He's a he's a he's a he's an elder millennial out of time somehow. He's anxious. Do you mind if I call you he's mom? Ner- he's neurotic. I don't
1: even know who my mom
0: is. I don't. I don't. kind of look like who my mom was, I think, but I don't really remember who my mom was. I just know that I called somebody mom who was young, who made me and to put me somewhere.
1: Yeah. So in the in the books, uh, there the the magnificent the la- the magnificent land of Oz, is, the main character is named Tip. And he's a boy. Tit. And Tip with a P.
0: I know. That is something that when I was looking, they made comic books about yes. Tip. And he's with the, the Tin Man.
1: Yeah. So he goes through his own sort of adventures in Oz. But at the end of the movie, he comes to the realization that he is not Tip. He's actually Ozma, who's been transformed into a boy to save him from Mombi. And, oh. uh,. So, and then he comes to the realization that, like, he's actually Ozma, and he's like, I don't want to turn back into Ozma, and I want to stay as Tip because if I turn into Ozma, then people won't see me the same way anymore. And there's like this whole moment in the book where, like, he becomes Ozma, and everybody is just like, No, we'll still like you, even if you're Ozma. And he's like, I'm still Tip, though. And they're like, Yeah, we still think you're Tip, but you're also Ozma now. That's fine. And it's kind of like a weird sort of like, a hundred year ago, like transgender story, which is kind of cool and interesting, and I think they did a bit of a take on it in the Marvel comics that came out in like the uh, late '90s and early 2000s. This might be stuff. a but controversial thing right to say,
0: but like a hundred years ago, did people have like did people know what it meant to be what
1: it would it meant to be trans?
0: Well, would people know inside their selves that it would be possible to be a different gender than they were born as
1: yeah so through a hundred years different... ago
0: was that concept even like so
1: through many different cultures not just western culture as we know it but through all cultures across the world that has been a thing that has existed since the beginning of time like right. it's not a new yeah no, okay that's a
0: good point that's a good point because of like in the like roman times gender was basically non-existent everybody was just
1: but also in, in, you know, certain Asian cultures and South Asian cultures and, like, there are, like, genderless terms that have existed for thousands of years because people okay, have been, okay. like,
0: I... Smaller scale, though, 100 years of in Western culture, there was probably, there were probably some very small underground movements of...
1: Like, I don't know enough about it to talk about it, but I do okay. know that yeah, it, it existed. It just was not call the same stuff that we call it now. Do
0: you know what I mean, though? Like how there's kind of a there would be a disconnect between a hundred years ago and a thousand years ago, where culturally, like it just yeah. existed. Yes. Hundred years ago, it was very much like religious oppression of any idea, any idea that you had that goes against any sort of the norm. Like what, what? I just I the transgender politics are very fascinating to me because they, it all seems very new, but it all seems very like would it would have existed the way that, you know, gay people have existed forever and knew that they were gay and, you know, in, well, yeah, it's, it has
1: existed forever. It's just the terminology is, is different now right, and it's, yeah. it's changing and it, it like in terms of like, give me an example of, you know, uh, group of people it's like you can find it for sure and it did exist and some of it is probably not as accessible as it should be but yeah it 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 definitely has always existed it's not an it's not a new concept it's just the the language that we use now is different yeah anyway it's
0: interesting it's it's very fascinating um it's very fascinating stuff to me I' I'm, I'm trying to be yeah. as, as get, get get as much education on it as possible because it doesn't seem that
1: ridiculous to well, maybe we should just get somebody on the show one day to talk about this stuff instead of me having to talk about okay. it because I'm like, I know enough to tell you guys, but I'm like, I don't know enough if I'm saying all the right things
0: need we need need we need need one of you
2: <laughs> I had a good little, <laughs> little <laughs> chuckle at how scared the gnomes were of chickens.
0: Yeah, yeah because they, it, that they shit makes poison sense. into yeah. the, your body. So that's something that I wanted to bring up that I noticed at the very beginning. He's like, I hate chickens. And then at the end, a chicken shits, in his, shits an egg in he his mouth. He doesn't head. just
1: say, I hate chickens. He says, Chicker. Because he's, like, he's <laughs> terrified of the so fact it's not that
0: that, a chicken there. It's not that far fetched now that we've talked about it, now that I think about it. Because even when that happened, when the egg. I've seen the movie a bunch of times. When the egg falls in the mouth, I've always been like. Is that like, because at the beginning he's like, I hate jackets? Because he knows, I, obviously. Because when, when that... he's like, eggs kill gnomes, eggs are poison to gnomes. Yeah. And the, it seems like today when I was watching, I was like, that's uh, that's weird. When there you think lore about it, behind that? there's no lore behind it. I looked it up, and gnomes aren't even really a thing.
1: They're no. Up, kind yeah, of, you know, they're not even spelled out the same way that you would spell it in other fantasy.
2: It's not like G. <S-E. S-E>. Why yeah. not put in the G to help teach kids how to spell gnome? These are because
1: they're not gnomes; they're These are rock a different monsters. kind of gnome. Yeah,
2: yeah. gnomes oh, are yeah,
0: the I small got... are the smaller than they're smaller than dwarves. They're small elves, and they've usually got like a.
2: You put them on their lawn lo- on your lawn.
0: You put them on their lawn. They either yeah. have the tall hats, the tall hats, or they got like a small close. Though in the, the
1: original dwarf. story, they were not stone creatures. Oh, were they they, they literally were literally gnomes. Yeah, they were like gnomes. Yeah.
0: So this was just like artistic license artistic yeah.
1: And thank goodness they did it because it looks fucking sick and it imagine how dumb, dumb it would be if like it was like oh, I don't we gotta find your shit out
0: <laughs> Well in the books there are the gnomes and the munchkins like at like a, at a hundred-year hundred war. That's
1: another thing. The Munchkins are created by MGM. Oh, so oh. the
0: Munchkins are the gnomes from the book, then? In that case, probably. Yeah, there
1: they're are just, no, yeah. no there are no Munchkins in this. There are no Munchkins in the Sam Raimi movie. It's there are there are Munchkins to... in this. Well, I mean, there are little people that show up at the end, but they're not like "Welcome to Munchkin Land." Uh, the <laughs> Lollipop
0: Guild. <laughs> the and Lollipop Guild. Is, is, why is this? Oh, yeah.
1: ableist of you jason to just assume that they're munchkins it's <laughs> wrong they're in
0: oz steve come on they have to
1: be called munchkins if
0: they were in a place that was not called oz then i'm being ableist
1: but no, no. you're right they definitely threw a couple <laughs> little people in there There were three to make it seem like there they were had munchkins three
0: little people there were three but people. yeah
1: no munchkins are like are a bunch of things that mgm owns even the makeup of the Wicked Witch of the West, the specific green that they painted David. her is like. It's copy so
2: iconic. Written. Oh, yeah, copy written. Yeah. Such yeah, an yeah, iconic
0: look. Like, I mean, that you know, icon and icon. Also,
1: TikTok is yeah. Admiral Ackbar from Star Wars.
0: Like his, uh, like his voice. It's a or trap.
1: <laughs> you're saying
0: one. Was that a Steve Theory Corner?
1: No, if you look on IMDB, TikTok has three credits. Like three different people play him. One of them is the guy who got stuffed his whole neck into his dick to play it. And then (laughs) one of them is one of them is the voice and the other one I guess is like operating the arms. I don't know. But I assume it's the voice. If it's not the voice, they sound similar. It's
0: true. Come on, it's a trap and the voice of I'm the trap now. The voice of of TikTok was very unique. He he was like an admiral, but also a robot. He's the
1: entire army of Oz in one man.
0: The way they did the robot voice wasn't just like, I am a robot, but it also kind of was. It It was, but it wasn't, yeah. I loved listening to... He's um, also
1: so smart. He's like the smartest character in the fucking movie. His move at the end of the movie made me be like, like if I was a DM running a... A game, and like someone did that, I'd be like, "Dungeon Master, you're so fucking smart! Like that's so such a good idea. If you're a robot and you go into a room and you use up two guesses and you have one left, why not pretend to be like, and then when Dorothy comes in,
2: for when uh, when Jack goes in with Bellina in his head, what I thought was going to happen was he would turn to stone, but Bellina would see everything." and not be stoned, and then tell her what he touched, so that she could, like, you know... Right.
0: But you get turned into an ornament, he got turned into a vase, so...
2: Or, sorry, into an ornament, I mean, yes. Imagine he got turned into an ornament, and then she got crushed, and her head fell (laughs) off.
0: What's even more horrifying is what Kalen's saying, and if he got turned into a statue, now you just have a stone version of Jack with a fucking live Bolina stuck.
2: Chicken trapped
0: inside, yeah. In a in a in a jack o' lantern cage. Which is a pretty cool visual in my opinion. Because there was a point at the very end where Belina's popping her head at the top of the jack o' lantern. And I was like, that's a cool like I like the character. I've always liked the Jack character. And I've always liked the Belina character. But like the Jack inside Beline the Belina inside Jack. Like Jackalina, Jackalina, yeah, a
1: chicken and a pumpkin, yeah,
0: you got it. Is, it's it is cool. Good. It's cool. It's fun. It's funny.
1: But it's also like one of those things where I don't know how they knew to hide hide her in there. I think she went in there because she was scared, and then she just stayed in there. Yeah, yeah. But I like like. Do you recall a moment where they're going into his lair where they're yelling about chickens? But I mean, they're yelling about chickens the whole time. So no, like, I think
2: they, it was before they get. It was so
0: chicken is the fucking chekhov's gun in this whole chekhov smoking <laughs> chicken <laughs> i'm gonna name but a they're restaurant like, that
1: they're, they're like laying down that smoking chicken booty since the beginning of the movie right like we're <laughs> just... well you if you don't lay an egg
0: we're yeah. leaving we live in a dust bowl right, situation right now you oh. have to lay eggs or we're gonna turn oh. into chicken also, my uncle will not build this house. He should build it. I hope he's depressed. I hope yeah. it'll fall in a swamp and bring back. Uh, there is know, a his one, like one little line. The house.
1: There's one little line where Dorothy is like, "He broke his leg, Annie, and Auntie like, "His leg has been he's healed like, for a his long leg time." Is Dorothy. Mended. And she puts like,
0: emphasis on mended. I, I, and
1: you're like, he's <laughs> depressed. Like he's he is there, like mega Jackman depressed. Under
0: his fucking blanket, looking no, he, in the he's sad.
1: He's so sad. His house got destroyed that he built and he's trying to build another one and he's he broke his yeah. leg and his, yeah. his 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 niece is insane. You don't judge <laughs> when you're lost sad. her Come fucking on. marbles.
2: I don't believe that for a second.
1: Uh, were I any of you guys worried when Jack's health.
2: head fell off the side of the couch? Or uh gump, I guess.
1: Wait, guys, we're not there yet. We gotta we gotta go through the whole dusty cocaine moment where I mean, she goes fair down enough. to
0: it's also been two hours. Just I know away.
1: that, but we're not going fast enough, and I haven't talked about <laughs> my favorite part of the movie yet. Okay, which is when they f- steal the dust from the head, and she almost gets bitten. <laughs> it's by the head, <laughs> which is the head of the head nurse, which we talked about this already.
0: Is Forty-eight mov- minutes into the movie, <laughs> so just, just as an FY.
1: Okay, my favorite part is when she sprinkles it on the couch that they pushed together and tied all of this bullshit onto with the. Gump head, and she says, We og, te and then he goes, "Piog!" like <laughs> he wakes up, like, pee-oog?
2: Hold on, who the hell said peog? It's Chucky, it kind of sounded like he was hungry, <laughs> like it was something to eat.
3: Like, what? True, you got yeah, like, peog here, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's but Chucky. It's a real that chunky that moment, moment. Like, I laughed out loud, and the reason that I thought it was so funny is because usually in moments like that in a movie. She's reading it incorrectly, right? If you were to yeah. read it properly, it wouldn't work and then she would have to read it correctly and then it would work. But like you you're expecting it not to work and it works on the first try and it's funny. It's fucking funny. <laughs> Funnier still because it's a very deep voice of a man going "Pior." <laughs> peog? Who's got Pior? Jack Pumpkin is sad. Good character design on that. His head his head movements when he gets scared and it like elongates. The whole the whole
0: Jack character has such a unique interesting look to him. His head just like his head his head is like a big wobbly pumpkin with like but like points of articulation. Yeah, it, it
1: was is. supposed to be more like the the Gump head. Like yeah. it was supposed to have way more articulation. But um, after the the firing of the director and all that shit, they like were like we're over budget, and so Lucas came in and was like, okay, we're gonna we'll we'll pull some stuff back, and he like helped with the the design of the pumpkin. We'll be like, we can still get emotion from it, but it won't be as.
0: Make it a bit more articulate. Wobbly.
1: But and then, then you think about like how weird it would be if the lips were moving and shit. It would probably yeah. look horrifying. Well do
0: you know what it would look like? It would look like the parts where the scarecrow fucking smiles. And... The... <laughs> but he's just
1: smiling the whole time. Like his whole No, but his mouth
0: smiling. his mouth moves, I swear. It his... moves
1: like this, like
0: But it <laughs> means that it can go burr, 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 and they can curve it a bit. It That scarecrow has lived in infamy, in my head, for f- I do remember the
1: first time I years. ever saw that. Yeah, and it was like when she slides down that thing, and then it's he's like, like what, "What
3: is, what is like,
1: wrong with the scarecrow?
0: What happened to your face? It looks like an action <laughs> figure parody." Of- but like,
1: even the scarecrow from the original was weird looking too. If you watch it now, it's like they connect the rubber to like the
0: face, True, and it's like, it's like it's all like a guy's gross face. And- it's a oh. guy's face. It's a, he, he, at worst, looks a little bit melted. He's there got one of the
2: baklava's? Not baklava. What's that? Uh, balaklava. <laughs>
1: yeah. Baklava <laughs> is a pastry.
0: It's a delicious Greek pastry. <laughs> a balaklava is a delicious <laughs> Russian face mask.
2: Made of cotton.
0: Made of right. cotton. Where you, you get, get to know.
1: smell your own breath and
2: all winter long. <laughs> Unless it has a zipper. And open I think door. that's for another, that's for a different Anyway, oh, nice. he yells Piyog, and
1: then they <laughs> run out of the room while Headless Lady is putting her head on, and she then starts to do a scary voice for the rest of the movie, which is pretty cool Oh,
2: wait, 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 wait wait! wait. Right before they're getting uh, Gump all together um, yeah. one of my like kind of favorite little um, interactions or lines or whatever, is when so she comes back to them, uh, Tick Tock and Gump and uh, or well, sorry, TikTok Jack and Belina making Gump and Tick uh, uh, TikTok's like wisdom has run out and he's just talking gibberish. And I was thinking. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, was thinking, yeah. And uh, she's like, his brains must have run down. And then <laughs> I think it was Jack was like, but he's talking. How can his brains run down? It's like, oh, people do it all the time. It was like, oh, yeah, she just said people talk shit all the time and it's true
1: yeah that's also like a line from the original uh movie which is like dorothy meets the scarecrow and he's like oh i haven't got a brain she's like well how do you have a how do you have a brain and be able to talk and he's like well i've met plenty of people who talk a lot of stuff and they don't seem to have brains either it happens all the time (laughs) so just like yeah basically what they're saying is there are so many idiots who just you know tucker carlson for example That guy has no brain, right? He's <laughs> basically a scarecrow. It's true. He's the ultimate yeah. scarecrow.
0: He, man, Tucker Carlson is the worst newscaster. I'm using finger quotations extremely hard. I'm like, blasting
1: my fingers right
0: now. <laughs> he's the worst. But he, when you, that's, that he's nothing. the reason why Fox News has to have a disclaimer that they're, like. Entertainment. Entertainment. Because it's yeah. all fucking satire it's all like a reverse satire that's just like confused people into thinking it's real and but they've built a political platform off of it it's not great it's not great but he's literally the um he's literally the scarecrow he's a little bit jack but jack is like a neurotic comedian from the 80s jack larry david yeah, a little, well, uh,
1: No, Larry David is way um, too more F-bomb, up, like a Jason. Yeah. Like he's willing to drop the F-bomb at Who,
0: up. um, what's that guy that banged his daughter?
2: Oh, uh, God. Woody Allen.
0: Woody Allen, he's a little bit more Woody Allen. Jesus yeah. Christ. I'll say it, okay?
1: Who's that guy I who banged his daughter? We're no. keeping people
0: canceled here on this podcast. J.K. Yeah. Rowling, you can get at. Get out of here. I will play that <laughs> um, game if it's free though. I'm gonna pirate it from the internet. I'm gonna steal apart. it.
2: So Oh, uh, can you mod PS fives?
0: No, I'm gonna <laughs> it's on PC. That's really fun.
2: Tracks. <laughs> so, um <laughs> That was the
0: shortest like off tracks and tracks I think <laughs> we've ever
2: done. <laughs> Caught it quick.
1: Um Oh, that would be another good clip is like tracks, and we could be like, wah, wah, like have a train noise play. Uh sorry. It'd have to be more of a
0: uh, like a sound effect. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, chugga it, chugga it, chugga it, chugga it, So, Caitlin, you were saying when his head, head, head fall
1: when his head falls off. I kind of that was one of the, one of those moments where I'm like unnecessary. But then I got, everyone I got falls.
2: Worried. It was going to fall in the sand.
1: Right. Well, I mean that's I good because you had never seen it before, I right? I, I've seen it one billion times, so I knew that nothing poor was going to happen. So I guess that's good that if you felt worried, because you just met Jack, you never know he could get turned into sand. Um, But going right off of that into the next part is when they all land on the edge of the Gnome King's Mountain. And I got to say, like, there are moments in movies where people land and (laughs) you don't feel the impact or, like, you can tell that, like, it's happening off screen. They're landing. But, like, every single one of their landings has such a great, like... Poof of smoke and like heaviness to it. Like yeah. even TikTok and like Jack when the pumpkin lands and his like thing flies off. Like all of them have a very good there's another, feeling of gravity.
0: There's another moment like that too that happens like shortly after this where uh, Dorothy wanders into the Gnome King's lair and then he's like, I brought your friends as well and pull like pulls them and they and just go like, out ah! pure <laughs> chaos. <laughs>
1: And, it looks like something from hellraiser when they're like, <laughs> like and then at the very end
0: what at the very end they clearly made a jack i keep wanting to call him jack skellington they keep making a, a jack the ripper because that's his canonical name now because that's just where my head went um they keep making, he loves
1: going to the strip club
0: after <laughs> after jack gets picked up and almost like eaten he's just like dropped and they clearly it, yeah. made a jack like mannequin puppet thing because of the way that it falls, and they probably used it in oh. the scene that you're talking about, and the scene that I'm talking about, and it's it's just a jack. That's just there's
2: scenes where it's a puppet, and then there's scenes where it's a person. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
2: But it was, I mean, you can see it when you see it, but because um... he folds over backwards, <laughs> <laughs> it still it didn't it it doesn't stand out in a bad way to me, though. You know what I mean? Like no, it's not. Totally I think not. you said earlier it's not jarring, right? Yeah. No, but it, I think it's
0: it's played more for the actual effect that it's trying to give, like falling. Yeah. When, yeah. when Gump explodes midair, like a fucking airplane, and they all just come crashing to earth, or when.
1: But yeah. Mama... also, it, it helps that they have like a ten-year-old girl as like the only primary, like human on screen at times, because like you can cast even a semi-tall man, and it's gonna look like they're a giant next ah, to her because she's okay. like so small, yeah. right? Uh. So this is when we get into, like, the the main thick of everything, right? Which is, like, the Gnome King's address to the group. And, you know, it, again, unsettling. Like, this whole moment is unsettling. But it's odd because he's not being particularly cruel to them. He's just, like, setting forth rules to, like, their engagement. And I don't know. I think it's... Really good, and I looked at the time code of it, and it's it's almost half an hour of of him talking to her while her friends are going in one by one and slowly being turned
0: into. There's the movies have a Home Alone of it, but sometimes movies have like a I don't know what to really say. I don't have a term for it. Intermission? No, No. not an
1: intermission. This is like at the this is like the part in Home Alone when the wet bandits like figure out the traps and catch Kevin. Yeah. Like, ding, and like put him on that also, hook. You know, sometimes like on the movie, hook, gonna lock.
0: in professional wrestling, <laughs> what I call it is the long match. A lot of wrestling shows will have like, have different matches that do different things they'll have like mm-hmm. a quick snappy one with a weird fit with with a weird ending. They'll have like a, you know, like a women's match and a hardcore match and like a title a couple title matches.
2: Cage but, match.
0: A cage match, but sometimes they'll have what I call the long match. And the long match is a wrestling match. It could be a singles or it could be one of the matches I already said, but it's just like like long and there's a lot of endings to the match that that actually make the match continue, because of, mm. because the the people in the match are so good at wrestling that you have to keep this this tension building and building, and that's what this scene does. This scene is called the Wednesday Night. Hey, <laughs> did you see this one The long match? It's a right. new that's a new thing I'm inter- introducing
2: to the
1: show. The long match. Okay. The long match. Ding ding is ding, ladies and Just gentlemen. Just the, the gnome king explaining <laughs> what's going on. Yeah, when but. they're
2: flexing their 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 skills or whatever. Yeah, he
1: has like a long monologue before she even gets into that
2: room, which is interesting. He looks very pretty in those slippers. I'll give him that. that I do fun. like that too. that's very a, fun. It's Where such a... the reveal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he yeah. pulls up his his yeah. like robes a little bit, but, and but like, then oh, she God, grabs
0: for them, and he, he like there's like a weird like the frame is sped up, and they're like covered again so fast. <laughs>
1: But they like yeah. go in and like it's almost like it's a reverse or something like they reversed yeah. it because they, like, uh, yeah, the yeah. thing like closes and they like it's like no 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 they're my ruby slippers. Well, she <laughs> never gets them. She never gets the ruby slippers. She does
0: at the end end. At the end.
1: Yes. I, yeah. I couldn't out of the too much ballyhoo that's, and
0: fanfare. That's how right she
1: now. wishes everybody back to life from I was being like, get dead. Get to the credits. Yes. <laughs> um i like the ruby slippers i do like the conversation that he has and i i like his reasoning almost like i wish to know if he went to the emerald city and asked for all the emeralds back first you know was he like listen i want my emeralds back you guys just took them all like they're mine and if the scarecrow was like fuck you (laughs) get out of
0: here is king gnome the killmonger of this universe maybe yeah. where he kind of yeah, has a point like that's he me, does have dude. a point they
2: robbed him of his guts
1: <laughs> but also he he infers that he like makes all the other gnomes like collect all the rubies and um, emeralds yeah. and gems so for him so he's not a good guy
0: killmonger of course where he has little divots on his body for each time he's murdered a person yeah you so. have to have a, a reason <laughs> to not like them and his body is covered from neck to neck to tip to taint from little, little d- d- dibs of people he's killed, it's kind of like that uh, self mutilation. That... Yeah, exactly. Well, they're they're not self-mutilation, they're self mutilation. They're not. Is- they're scarification. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. um, it's like Zaz and Batman. He's the same, the same character basically.
2: I'll tell you what I didn't like. I didn't like uh, Dorothy taking on the mentality of the United States, saying. <laughs> Um, well, you know, we're here with our army to conquer you and we'll force you to give it back.
1: Hmm i mean that's like every conquering nation not just the united states like every i
0: mean that's true yeah but yeah, yeah but like the united states is pretty like that's what we do
1: yeah also the original wizard of oz was created as a, like a, a way to make people forget about world war ii that was happening during the filming
0: of that movie and just had just gotten over world war one like world war one was so f- it's crazy that the great war and world war Two were so close together and then after that there's wars but, like, the two biggest wars were within, like, 20 years, uh, 20 yeah. year span.
1: Um, I do like the puzzle. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. I think that going in there and not knowing that you need to pick a green thing is interesting. It's also, like, a thing that you could feasibly figure out as a child, which I like yeah. as well. Because, like, you know that everything in Oz is, like, the main color of Oz is green. Yeah, Emerald going yeah. in there. There's green highlights to a ton of things, but there are only a few objects that are completely solidly green, and that's a fun puzzle, and it's not impossible to solve. And I think the Gnome King made his puzzle fair. I don't think that he was making it impossible. You know, it's like the the Indiana Jones, uh, the goblet or whatever, or not the goblet, the Holy Grail, where it's like choose from these cups of the cup of Jesus or whatever. And like Indiana Jones is the only one to be like, now that is the cup of a cobbler or whatever. Or not yeah, a M. cobbler. A. A. Carpenter. Uh, carpenter. Carpenter. Embiamba
0: yeah. Yeah. Jones.
1: Imagine Jesus was a cobbler, just fixing shoes. Making sandals. You
0: guys know how I hate trailers.
2: I've yeah. seen the Embiamba. Like Mb- that you live in?
0: No, like the movie trailers. I've seen the MBMB Jones trailer for MB4. Yeah. It's like five times now. Five. Yeah, and I'm hyped for that movie, even though I've never seen Crystal Skull. I thought you'd hate trailers. I hate them. They showed me an extended Guardians trailer, and I was even more angry about when they showed me a Quantumania trailer before Wakanda. Because that movie looks awesome. <laughs> I'm excited for <laughs> cool.
1: the Uh So, you know, it was really awesome is when she goes in and TikTok is fake frozen. Yeah. Pretty oh, good.
2: Jizzing. No, but, I'm back. I'm back. You know, it's
1: even better is that TikTok sheds a little tear, which means that that thing on the back of his back. No. Untrue. He is alive. He feels feelings. The whole movie is like, I cannot feel emotions. I am the army of Oz. And then he cries about being like, about the fact that he might not be able to see Dorothy again after she gets turned well, into an ornament.
0: after we learn that Jack's autistic, how do we find out that he's actually not, though?
1: Oh, you don't, because he is. <laughs> Takes he does one to seem, know one, is he... what my
2: therapist says.
0: <laughs> he does seem a little... <laughs> he seems at least like he has Asperger's.
2: One of my favorite no, He's
1: scene. just. he's just... He's He's neurotic and uncertain and has a lot of Anxiety. emotional issues that are yeah. like unresolved in terms of parenthood and stuff he's, he's a therapist
0: a... and he needs to stop calling little girls mommy
1: that <laughs> is weird. that's that's the weird thing but you know what whatever
0: he's got nothing and in... he literally has no space for
1: a brain like he's got you know space what?
0: for a brain but he doesn't have This is a...
1: so when she goes in there he has so much space for a brain. His whole thing is empty on the end there. He could fit like ten brains inside of his True. his pumpkin head. What my one of my favorite lines though is that when at this point she's in there choosing and he's like, "I'm so happy that I'm going to be the king of empty void space or whatever after this." And then uh, Mombi shows up and she like, if you were to take this line out of context in any other way, it would be like she would seem insane, right? Like the the craziest person ever which is she stole my rubiki my powder of life my valuable antiques which she then turned into a flying sofa and then the king is <laughs> oh, no. wow Neil yeah kneel lower. Lower, lower lower lower. and she's like lying <laughs> on the ground and he's like lower.
2: that that cracked me up that that got the biggest laugh out of me
1: You know who else laughed? Him. He was. He thought it was funny as fuck too. The gnome. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm. uh, I'm under
1: notes. Just Uh, okay. I got one here. It says, "If I could remove my head, I would probably sleep better." (laughs)
2: Jesus Christ!
0: (laughs) Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Four seconds.
2: How about that? uh, Toto the dog point of view camera angle.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. D good. MGM has the rights to many things, including the ruby slippers. In the books, they were silver slippers, but they were created as ruby slippers in the original movie because red pops way better than silver on the screen. It's and the true. only And the only reason that they paid a billion dollars to have them in this movie from MGM is because of the iconography of the original movie, and if they switched it, people wouldn't think that it was a true sequel.
2: You made would... up that, um, that number, did you? A billion? Yeah,
1: I don't know what the actual number is, so... I couldn't it, find it. I looked.
0: It was probably like a hundred thousand dollars adjusted for inflation, which is like now a yeah, million. The dollars. budget of this
1: movie was twenty five million dollars, so I assume it was probably like a big sliver of that.
0: Yeah, they the big a big portion of this movie was clearly the stop motion claymation stuff because a lot of this movie was like locations that aren't that difficult to find. In nature, and also it turns out it was a UK studio, so th- their backlots were probably just like forest that you're allowed to film in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. really I want to see that that path that they filmed that they're like, this is the original um, Yellow Brick Road, but now it's all fucked up. I want to know, I want to see that in real life. But also, it's so different than the magical... was there an
2: earthquake? Why was it so perfectly like? Well, you know what I mean. Or I oh, think... did some sort of like snake? Oh, a tremor. Was Could there like be. A, tremor Probably a tremor following the yellow brick road? Oh, almost like almost like the,
1: almost like the rock road. people can move beneath the ground. That's
0: a good point. That's a good point. I was thinking I it think... was the rock people, to
2: be honest. But I think
0: it might be a situation where time moves differently in Oz, and it, it's it's been like fifty years in Oz. It's been six months on Earth. It's been like fifty years in Oz. Yeah. Or twenty years even could
1: do that, but it's so. That's drastic. why. That's why in Howl's Moving Castle, when she goes back again, they all have crazy airships and like. <laughs> it's so drastically different.
0: Oh, I. You Helden. guys should
1: watch Howl's Moving Castle and just watch it as though it is. A, it's like a official sequel, sequel yeah. to this because it, it is pretty. You're like, wait a minute, this this is just a a Wizard of Oz sequel.
0: Ike Heldon is still here. This person has been watching pretty much this whole episode. It seems like. They read the book before they saw the original movie and they were like the shoes are it. silver or not red ruby. Yeah, no, silver
1: really shoes. Dead.
0: So it would be okay to go back to silver. But
1: I mean it do would be okay for sure but the the reason that they did it is because the iconography of the original movie is so strong that you know they thought that it would be weird to to they do it. They somehow
0: because... put a sparkle effect in a Technicolor movie from the 1930s. That is crazy. That's crazy. That the, the when they reveal the shoes. The Wizard of Oz
1: is not a Technicolor movie. It's a color movie.
0: Or a color movie. But still, my point is my point stands. The reveal of the shoes. The same thing happens when he reveals the shoes in this movie. It's got that same like glowy tinge sparkle. Yeah, it's
1: got like a sparkle where like it's yeah. There's there's certain lenses. Was that lenses. added? Or was that not just no? It's, 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 it's lenses doing their thing you can use lenses to do that you can you can reflect light off of stuff to if you use anamorphic lenses it causes the light to refract in a way that stretches longer across the lens
0: yeah it's like so, when jj abrams puts lens flare on everything it's just
1: yeah but he usually does that digitally, it's just digitally yeah. Yeah. that pervert <laughs> well you can <laughs> what a pervert <laughs> yes yeah, so you can digitally do you can that yes yeah.
0: you can get on instagram i'm pretty sure you can get an app that or a Filter that just put, puts lens flares on um, everything. So. Well, uh,
1: I mean, my my notes mostly that my last page of notes is mostly stuff that I said in the beginning. Fourteen Oz books uh, in nineteen eighty five is right around the time when they were being put back into public domain outside of what Disney owned, so that's why they did there's this. There's
2: fourteen of these books.
1: Yeah, but there's like, reading, that but last scene in the front room where everyone's like dun 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 dun. Like almost all of those characters are characters from the fourteen books. If you right. look and know what you're looking for you're like oh yeah there's the frog man there's the lumpy dude there's the that's so many books in the background it's, fucking almost like, five, it's almost deep throating five it's almost like
0: you know you know like Dragonlance. you know those old like uh fantasy books that you know people would have like a whole crate filled with like it'd be their whole shit
1: that, that's so many yeah. books or that... like watership down or like the peter rabbit books or the berenstein bears books it's just and like... so
0: many like well i mean more so like do you do you know what do you know dragon do you remember dragon no
1: i just i came up with several other examples that i thought were comparable because i had no idea what the fuck you're talking about okay so
0: dragon oh. is like uh, there's this, this <laughs> genre of fantasy novel right mm-hmm. it's the yeah. ones where the picture on the front is usually like you know, like a mage and a warrior fighting like a dragon, right? Like it's pretty. And consistent. everybody has
1: lances, all of them.
0: Well, but... dragon, we use your lance against it. It's people writing down their D and D campaigns, essentially.
1: For sure, yeah.
0: People writing writing them out, um, which is interesting.
2: Yeah, I
1: question I mark. Mean, <laughs> well, I mean, Oz is Oz is comparable to. Narnia, it's comparable to Alice in Wonderland, it's comparable to Lord of the Rings, it's comparable to all these things that are still kind of regurgitated in pop culture today, right? Because they're literary classics. The main difference, I guess, from Oz to some of those other ones is it's not really problematic in a lot of ways, except the man who wrote it had some really bad ideology that he didn't necessarily inject into his work which is kind of good. Like people have analyzed all of his stuff and it, it doesn't exist in the same way that it does in some of the other things. Oh, I just
0: looked up Dragonlance, and it's literally, it's literally derived from dungeons and dragons. <laughs> well, you so go. you might want to look into that as a, as a fan of the
1: sport. Oh, yeah, Also well, the exact year uh, gap from this movie to the first movie is 46 years. Yeah. And that's that tracks. I have to go to the washroom.
0: Well, let's if do our final okay. thoughts and do go to other things. I bought... Here, I... I no, no, have this sitting next to me. What do you think? Of let him some go time? to the
2: bathroom. We'll entertain the viewers. We can't see it. It just blacks out, just out the whole black. sun. You, <laughs> have to, no, you have to put it in front of your chest. No, we still can't see it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, there we bit. go. Yeah. What he's trying to show you, ladies and uh, uh, viewers, is... Uh, the PS5 VR2, I believe, is what it's called. No, nope.
0: it's called PlayStation VR2. Caleb, oh, so. this thing. Oh my god! It's unlike. I had the PS VR1, my man. Did main... you open it yet? Yeah, I played it a bunch already.
2: Nice. That's what? why they I was... have games for it already. I thought there's like.
0: There's a few games that are
2: are demos. Is it demos? Well, there's no
0: there's no backwards compatibility, but there's a bunch of games that are there's PS there's PSVR two versions that have come out today. Um, but there's also a Horizon Zero Dawn um, game where you climb. But then, like, it's so fucking realistic that, like, oh it, shit, you, you look, look down. down and it's fucked.
3: Oh man, yeah, that's awesome.
0: I I assume since you mentioned Spider Man and Iron Man, like, you have you played those on the original PSVR?
2: So who was it? Um I kind of want to say it was Aaron. Aaron was
0: it had Aaron? it. Aaron had it for like a second. For a
2: second, right? I think Aaron introduced me to VR first, and he's like, "Yo, check this out." And, um, I'm in your, I was in a, like a, a, a scuba water cage and I was going down to the bottom of the yeah. ocean yeah. and it was fucking crazy. And then, uh, I was, my cousin, I was, I was hanging out with my cousin. He had the Spider-Man one. Yeah. So I'm fucking web slinging. And then I hit a wall like in the game and I fucking fall like in real life or whatever. It was fucked up, man.
0: The Spider-Man one was so short but it blew my fucking mind
2: there wasn't much to it but it was yes yeah
0: but the like this now like the reason why you can't play i was telling you guys this on the pre-show but the reason why you can't play psvr1 games on it because it's a whole new it's a whole whole new new, like
2: setup right yeah
0: yeah it's it's different technology it's bleeding edge yeah. technology but it's kind of it's kind of the same idea as when like dvd came out it was cheaper to just buy a playstation 3 to have a dvd player it's just right. it's the same idea as like the oculus blu-ray or blu-ray yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the ps2 then the ps2 is the cheaper way to buy a dvd player um but it's the cheapest way to have like the most cutting edge gaming but i can't right. it's it's locked like i can't do anything else with it like i can't look at that you know adult content in vr
1: jesus christ well it's part of it well you... i just want to make it feel more
2: real you and the missus can make adult content wherever you want god i'm deleting this, this
0: whole podcast yeah. <laughs> why don't you take us uh, home steve
1: all right so uh, that was our discussion on return to oz and let us bring us now to our final thoughts I'm just leaving a pause there because I made an audio thing to... I'll cut that out. Uh, So, yeah, uh, let's start with Jason, since you started us to begin with at the start of this. Starting of this?
0: I didn't write my final thoughts. but it's Accidentally, I fucking had a day today, okay, guys? But what I'll say about this movie is that it's... Don't
2: interrupt. I got it. I got it. My bad.
0: It's a film, first of all. Do you have a sting for that? <laughs> Remember, it's a one? film. It's a film. Nah, that's a no, that's a film. Ex- there's no. Ex- well, there's kind of an explosion at the end, but it's more like a final death knell. And it's oh, no you should do case. the movie.
2: You could do the movie trailer voice. In a world, uh, yeah,
0: We're one man in a world. It's a film. Anyway, my point Dude, is just films is that and movies this... by cases and explosions. Sorry, there's... go ahead. My bad. This film is absolutely a introduction to horror for children, and it doesn't. It's not even in a way that like really pushes that many boundaries, especially for the era of the G to PG family movie. Um, I enjoyed it. I always have a good time with it. It's it's got a lot of really interesting stuff that. I think holds up especially like the sound design like we talked about and that stop motion like claymation hybrid that we see throughout the whole thing that they clearly spent the lion's share of the um, no pun intended of the budget on really holds up in a way that I wasn't expecting when I watched it a couple years ago and then when I rewatched it today I absolutely love this movie but I do recognize that it has its issues There, are, I find that these kinds of movies need to need to be a little bit snappier to keep my attention and I think that Stargate had it pretty good and I think Krull had it pretty good but this I don't know if it's because I've seen it so many times that I know it's going to happen and I hadn't seen Kroll I hadn't seen Stargate but this one I find that there's moments there's 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 segments where i'm like this could have been a little bit shorter cut the runtime down a little bit it's a little bit snappier but that said i still give it a 3.5 out of 5 i think that's a pretty a pretty good rating for a movie that probably that a lot of critics gave a 1 to 2 out of 5 at the time and if i was going to give it a nonsensical rating i would give it a um you fight your whole life to stay away from chickens only to have one just shoot an egg down your throat after it's egg <laughs> constipated for a year <laughs> and also I agree yes. with you Steve um Belina one of the greatest our, comedians our, of all time our greatest living comedian
1: <laughs> doesn't look like they're going anywhere too bad <laughs> what a couple of stiffs, <laughs> man All right, Kalen, give it to us, boy.
2: So I'm going to preface with saying that um, you guys took uh, a lot of the words off the page of my final thoughts here. which is tradition. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, But makes me feel like, oh, I, I must be thinking something right, I guess. But first I'll start off with saying that had I seen this when it first, well, this, this came out right before I was born, but had I seen it in my earlier years, I would have loved it that much more, but I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I like, uh, I think it's it, because it surprised me so much. It kind of, uh, cemented the fact that I enjoyed it as much as I did because so what did I put here? We have, um, so we talked about the effects, the nothing. Oh, well, I'll get, I'll get into the part that stood out, but nothing for the most part, nothing overly stood out. Everything was pretty smooth. The, um, uh, where's that? The pacing, the, the story was clear. Like there, um, um, I don't know what the right word is to use, but, like, there was no, like... I was engaged the whole time, basically.
1: You didn't have a lull. And, you were, like, you were just in in it. The movie yeah. is snappy, man. It's, it's like, one thing to another thing to another thing the entire time. It's, exactly. it's edited for a, a child to, like, be able to continue their engagement. For the, sure, yeah.
2: the editing, the production, the cinematography, the effects, like, it's... I almost want to say flawless, almost i almost want to say flawless it's the fact that this came out or was you know back in 85 and this is now my first time seeing it in 2023 and i did not have any issues watching it whatsoever and also it being more uh child oriented but still had me engaged in it um the so i was I was on the fence about what I felt w- what went well. For my what went well, the first thing that came to mind was uh, Jack Pumpkinhead. Uh, I don't know why, just h- the design of him, the, his character, like, I just fell in love with him, basically. The other what went well for me, though, that I was kind of battling with was the Gnome King slash his henchman, I guess, and the effects of... Uh, so, <laughs> even... Like just at the beginning when they just have the face on the stone, like the eyes and the mouth or whatever, and it's and it's molding around and shit, and then as we get further and it gets into that claymation, more physical, practical effects, um, I I I was hooked. It had me. Um, the the one thing I put down for even better, there wasn't too much that I was that I could nitpick at, but the one thing that I I uh, would say would be even better was when. Um, You do have those few green screen moments where you can clearly see the outline. And I think I would have preferred it more if they just had uh, like a, a, a physically painted backdrop instead of a green screen or whatever. Right. Um, Yeah. Like they could have achieved the shot another way. Uh, So I will say that it's a, buy the vhs when it first came out otherwise stream it and i give it a trauma makes life more fun (laughs)
0: i'll uh i'll just uh what what, i just want to give a yeah yeah, i was gonna say
2: i forgot about the what went well thing so you should do that um
0: just really quickly what went well is the whole movie like the just the whole (laughs) like honestly the whole movie is great but the even better is isn't I don't really have a critique for the even better part. I just sort of have an addendum I want to add to what I was talking about in my my review and sort of the whole night. I think that this movie will always be better in my memory and in my nostalgia than it is trying to watch as an adult. And I do agree with you guys. It is snappy, but for me personally, it's not snappy enough for me to like go back and like sit and watch all like all the time. He needs like several rubble
1: in the Bronx. Snappy. He needs several Ant Men shrinking and growing in the background.
0: That t- The time has passed for me for this movie.
1: He needs even... it to be in hyper rate or whatever. James Cameron's hyper <laughs> yeah. rate. Even better. Even My rate. even
0: better is put this in high frame rate and I'm in. I'm back in. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Steve, go ahead. Well, uh, I'll also, do this
2: right quick. MPAA, oh, 27,642. Yeah.
0: Nice. Well. Once we have the... Um... Once we have the stings and and I have them ready to go. We'll... I for,
1: I totally forgot about the what went well thing. That well, we did just come up with it last week, I think, right? So, we'll
0: make yeah. we'll, we'll make yeah. we'll make more concerted efforts to make them part of the show. Yeah. But uh, I you know
1: I, I mean I for me it. what went well was the entire movie and what could have been better is we need to get uh, <laughs> Baruka Salt back to make another return to return to Oz as the, you know, But now she's 40
0: and it's... Now she's old and she's the
1: witch.
2: (laughs) Let's make Baruka battle Dorothy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But she is Dorothy. What do you mean? It's a battle of the Dorothys.
2: Judy
0: Garland's been uh... dead since like the 80s also.
1: (laughs) No, what they should do is they should make Howl's Moving Castle into a live action movie and they should cast her as Dorothy again and <laughs> they should just do that. Anyway, that's my could have been better. Um <clears throat> in terms of my review, this is what I had to say. This is a worthy follow-up to the original film and adaptation of the sequ- the sequential books in its series. Return to Oz finds us once again following Dorothy Gale to the land of Oz. Only this time we find it in ruin an excellent metaphor for the broken mind of a girl thought crazy by her family and medical professionals. Even though this movie holds a special place in my heart, watching it again at this point in my life, I see even more than I did as a child, the importance of what the movie is saying to the audience. Imagination is something that time will attempt to destroy and the world will erode through its many difficult realities. But imagination is the greatest export of this movie. All the characters, though lifted from the pages of the Oz books, are brought to life in a satisfying way in both personality and visual execution, quickly having you feel less wanting for the characters from the original film. Uh, Like the I like the ambiguous nature of Oz being either an escape from reality or a result of head trauma or, you know, maybe it's completely a real place. Who knows? Even if the movie tells you that Oz is not real, it is real to Dorothy. And that is something that is most important in the film's greatest meaning. Imagination can be silly to some people, but absolutely real to the person dreaming it up. And holding on to these dreams and creating and uh, creating new ones is absolutely something worth teaching to children. The movie did scare me as a kid, but not enough to scare me away because I kept going back over and over and over again. I give this movie a welcome shock to the brain, a window frame <laughs> to the back of the skull, or potentially <laughs> drowning to death because I'd gladly return to Oz at any point in time.
2: Holy shit. Nice.
1: I love this movie. It's such a good movie.
2: Does anyone want to tell the viewers what we have in store for them next month? I don't know. Wait. I don't know.
0: Is it... Are we opening the book?
2: No, we'll, we'll surprise them.
0: Are we going to open the book? But...
1: The Grimoire.
0: I think the Grimoire is coming back, baby.
1: Is it the Grimoire? Oh, I thought a Grimoire
2: was a fucking. Uh, I thought it was uh, like a. Uh, no, never mind. You guys are right. I'm dumb.
1: That's a book. A grimoire is just a collection of information. What's an
2: armoire? I keep thinking That's, of armoire.
1: You're thinking of what, you're
0: you have that right. What <laughs> you were thinking of? Because I saw your hand motion.
1: Yeah.
0: You were opening an armoire. A grimoire is you open like there's a little clasp. <laughs> sometimes so you open the clasp. Then I would say the Necronomicon is a grimoire. You know. Um, <laughs> That's the grimoire. That's coming next month.
2: So also, gonna... I think this might have been our longest episode. Just putting that out Absolutely,
1: there. Absolutely, it's we hit because we started early and yeah. we got really into talking we about. Got this into movie. talking.
0: Uh, I'd like to thank Ike Heldon for hanging out know, in the chat all night. That was fun. Um, thank you. Tell your friends. Come I... back next Wednesday. Come back next Wednesday when we open the grimoire of familiar killers for the third verse The third movies in for the third, time. In the third time um yeah so basically at basically, <laughs> so halloween time we open up the grimoire familiar killers let me talk about our four favorite killers our four favorite serial boys and uh i decided that i don't want to take until uh i don't want to do this podcast for 15 years well we might but right now i don't think it's you don't it. want to i do i don't think it's realistic we're going to maybe we do though who knows let's see what happens but i would like to get through these movies a little bit faster so for the month of march we're going to be talking about chunky lousy smart mikey weather jc uh
1: and freddie no freddie <laughs> fredward fredward kilogram
0: fredward killing yams i love you all <laughs> You're
3: the host, uh, Steve. Oh, right. Do, uh, I'm not the host.
1: Yeah. What am I supposed to say again? Hey, did you guys no, have no, a question us, for me? No, no, I have a question for you. It is longer than for, the movie where we For are. Jason we and weird. for Kale. Hey, hey, hey. I'm talking over here. I'm Sorry. the host. Hey, shut. shut your mouth, both of you. <laughs> or I'll reverse the anti-bullying laws of today. Uh-oh. Hey, it's me, Steve, and for Steve and Jason and Kalen, it's me, Steve. For Kalen and Steven, I'm Jason.
2: And for uh, Jason and Steven, I'm Kalen.
1: And I have a question for everybody out there and both of you. Return to Oz. Hey, did you see this one?
3: Hey, did hey! you see...
2: Did I overstep? This My bad.
0: You one, I was trying to say at the same time as you.
1: Oh, okay, let's do it. Hey! Hey, Did you you see see this this one? One? Whoa, you guys did it perfectly that time. I think it's the perfect time to cut to (laughs) credits. Yo, play it again, Blue. That's from Castle Dragon, right?
0: No, that's from Iron Maiden. (laughs)
1: oh is it shit wrong song Um, seriously though you you guys should watch uh howl's moving castle it is in my opinion an unofficial sequel to the wizard of oz trilogy (laughs) or i guess
2: quadrilogy
0: instead what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna listen to ozzy osbourne's hit 1984 album the blizzard of oz
2: whoa that sounds pretty cool